0: Da, 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 da. You sound insane. You realize that? Oh, yeah. The whole world got crazy. Ladies it's, it's showtime.
1: Okay, we're finally here, guys. I've been waiting so long for this. Not only to talk about the best movies and the worst movies of 2021, but just move past 2021.
2: So we can talk about 2022. <laughs> Get the movie
1: draft going.
2: And, it's been a uh, banger it's all- so far, right? Great, great first first month of twenty twenty two for everybody, I think. Right? We left all our problems behind, as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Yeah, Show that's what gone. I was led to believe
0: anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Markets are stable. Uh huh.
2: Yeah, I bought three uh, new houses already. Just uh, living it up. I yeah. My Netflix. Jimmy stock Fallon's is still
0: going strong. <laughs> Everything you could want. I'm in How's your NFT
2: collection, Kent? I know you've been big on the apes. Yeah. I'm
1: big on. I'm big on the apes. I'm investing in the apes. So no, actually, I'm not. But uh, no, it's it, it is funny that uh, you know I, we were talking about the Paris Hilton Jimmy Fallon uh, NFT clip that kind of went viral. It's just like, man, we are. This is just the weirdest time we're living in on, on all fronts. Almost every headline I see, it's just like, what, what is the world anymore? And that's, I guess, kind of a way to summarize this conversation as we try to summarize an entire year of movies. So much came out, so many different perspectives and things being thrown at us from all directions. But the beauty of these episodes is we're going to talk about the worst and the best. So, uh, I guess look forward to the best because that'll be towards the end. We'll count them down at the end. And we'll get started with the, the the worst of the year. So I'm ready to go, guys. I've got the, the world's doing? biggest cup of coffee here. I've got my Haribo sour whatever's. I'm hopped up on that. I'm ready to go. Uh, let's get into this thing. Let's start out with, I guess, the worst of the year. Brian, if you want to maybe start us off with your list of worst of the year and and, mm. and we'll go one by one uh, here starting I guess with your bottom 10 here.
2: Yeah, I had uh I will say I think I'm a little higher on this year than than you guys are in general. Um it was a it was a weird year for the bottom of uh, of the of the the list. Just like it will be uh, just slightly different kind of way for for the top where it was like I did see several not great movies, but there were very few that are like in the history of man. These are like the ones that are in consideration for like the Mount Rushmore of crappy movies that we've yes. seen in these. No, so, this
1: was not a not a great. I mean, not a bad year for bad movies. It was a bad year for bad movies. I guess if you mm-hmm. if you like bad movie, I don't know how to phrase that right, but. There was not a lot of crappy like oh my god what is this movies this year mm, uh, yeah can't,
2: there was a yeah. lot of like disappointing stuff yes. so the, the, these are my honorable mentions so uh, a couple that didn't make the the bottom ten but were bad bad movies uh, infinite which was on Paramount plus the uh, the Mark Great Wahlberg joint um, Red Notice which oh. Netflix pushed hard for uh, the Rock and and uh, and Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot and was basically like. The librarians, but with the budget, I guess. It's, so, uh, it's, it's got, I don't one. know, what is
1: it? A trilogy now they're doing?
2: Yeah, they're making a ton of them, so I'm sure it did well for whatever their message the is. Was that not the Art earth. Thief one or yeah. Yeah. Superpowers? Okay, Art yeah. Thief, yeah. We don't yeah. not enough Noah Wiley, though. I right, thought. right. I wish he was. It might might be better. um So that's it. we get Am Pierce Brosnan last... in the second one. We get a, <laughs> yeah. Little Thomas my last R-O-Mission is just like, None of these are the worst movie of the year. None of these are even in consideration, really, for worst movie of the year. But, like, oscar movies were very disappointing this year. And so, I kind of have my honorable mention as, like, Don't Look Up, Being the Ricardos, Tick, Tick, Boom, Cyrano. Like, just all these, like, movies that are definitely going to be nominated for Oscars and, and other awards and were very, very underwhelming to me. That's It's always disappointing when knowing that you're going to see the Oscar ballot and be like, I did not care for half of these movies. Probably. It's
0: extra annoying now too, because as <laughs> movies become fewer and farther between and, you know, summer season becomes even more tentpole global type things, you know, mm-hmm. that are, it, you really even more than ever lean on Oscar season um, to bring up the, the mean, right. right? And right. So when it doesn't, it's like, oh, man, what a beatdown of a <laughs> year. You know, you kind of yeah. – and some of the – I'm not I'm not Mr. Anti, you know, huge, big, ten-pole movies at all. But um, you do – after the beatdown of them, especially now that they don't really perform that well, save for very few exceptions, you go, okay, we're figuring this whole industry out on the fly. Well, at least we'll still have some small, cool movies for adults that are interesting and thought, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. shows are all kind of meh. uh They were just on a streamer. <laughs>
2: right. Right,
0: kind of yeah. boring yeah so it's uh it like is exponentially more disappointing in a way part of it is just the market and part of it is the yep. the films themselves this year i thought were pretty disappointing especially as we were kind of because of the filmmakers that were making them mm-hmm. and the assumption of okay a lot of the stuff from 2020 got moved we're going to get like a double oscar year here of right. tons of just bangers right. and it was yep. kind of like not a very good oscar year yep. is is disappointing
2: absolutely
1: yeah I'm so those with are my you. honorable mentions yeah. I'm with you I there wasn't a lot of movies this year that I was like man I need to get out and see that or hmm. hey, I need to see that opening weekend it just felt like I don't know aside from the temple ones it just felt like man I could see that next week or take they'll take my time on that one and it's mm-hmm. just kind of the way way it was maybe that's just the way things are going now hey tease for the end of the episode we did predict our our top fives earlier this year yeah. a couple episodes ago so we'll We'll see who won the predictions at the end of the episode here. So I should have, I should have teased that bad job by me, but we'll get to that at the end and that should be fun to see who was the most accurate in the the top five predictions at the end. But all
2: right, Brian, I I looked at my list here. There's, I believe there's five that we reviewed and five that we did not. This one was one we did review. There are several Netflix properties uh, and this is one of them. Number 10 for me is Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That ranked,
1: let's see, I've got it ranked all as one big list. Because I saw 61 films this year, by the way, which I think is pretty bad. I don't know. I'd have to compare that to other years. Mm. But I I feel like I let myself down with not watching enough movies. I feel like I definitely watched enough to be able to do my own list. And, of course, we did our episodes and all that. But, I don't know, I feel kind of let down here. Uh, Army of the Dead was my I don't know number four worst movie of the year so
2: okay yeah it was way it's higher number, on my worst eight, of the year number eight for me yeah <laughs> nice so nice.
1: I hated it way more than you guys um, I think we know why I don't need to get into that did we do an episode on it we, yeah, did. we did yeah we oh. did what
0: about the prequel <laughs> series though should we revisit it <laughs> <laughs> about Isn't the one?
1: did y'all watch that no yeah. Yeah. what was it oh. called Thief of the Dead or something y- sure that sounds right <laughs>
2: Army Maybe of that Thieves. That's what it was.
1: Army yeah. of Thieves. Thief of the Dead is way better. By the way, Zach? starring
0: Bruce Campbell.
1: <laughs> What's your number nine? Or Rob number Brian? ten? You mean?
0: Oh, we're going, right. we're doing. His oh own yeah, yeah, you know,
1: yeah. We'll go with Richard. Uh, we'll do yeah. number ten. We'll go all all the way around sure. in the circle. Yeah, we, we won't so, do the uh, single lists this time, like we did previous, because this is this is the best and worst of the year. So that's right. We'll we'll, we'll get we it all around some pageantry. Yeah. Yes. All right. Richard, number ten.
0: My number ten is Jungle Cruise, aforementioned. Ah, wow, that kind is of, my number eight. So Okay, nice. We're we're a little bit of, and that was an honorable mention for, for Brad Guy. Yeah, it's like the you know, the rock is just beating us over the head with stuff. We mentioned Red Notice earlier. He's almost in a different kind of business than everyone else. It's like a big quantity play. He's like selling it's like he's using these things to sell tequila um yeah but you kind of trust the the disney structure where you go okay this has emily blunt this has you know the disney infrastructure on on making rides into things like pirates of the caribbean etc and then it was just like really like a bad felt like i was watching something a bad movie in 2004 or something so uh yeah (laughs) let me know well it was disappointing to me
1: about it and this i think this is an example of just not a lot of really terrible movies this year. The fact that this is my bottom 10, because I think this is, a, a, you know, an acceptable movie, but really disappointing that it was just the CG fest of festival time. It was just yeah. them on a boat around a green screen for two and a half hours. And there wasn't an, an ounce of energy to making it look realistic or go on location or anything like that. And that just came through to me. But again, it wasn't offensive. Like, a movie that would normally be in my bottom 10 most years is so i'll probably watch this one again i'd probably see a sequel if they did it again i give them another another shot at this like i think the uh the source material is fine and the whole concept of it is is fine but yeah it was just uh, a disappointing brian did, where did it rank for you uh, on your list? In the middle? Kind of said somewhere
2: in the middle. I, yeah. I, it, I saw, I think I got 215 movies Ooh, this year. So it was somewhere me. in like the 50s, 60s range, something like that. I didn't hate it nearly as much as mine's 53
1: uh, overall. So, okay. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Way, yeah, way close. So,
0: you, did you see it with Coop though? Maybe that was why. No, it's I kinda, didn't. Maybe it's a little kitty. Okay.
2: No.
1: You're an idiot. Just kidding. <laughs> But he's by himself at midnight, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, every movie. <laughs> like a man, yeah. Like a real man. <laughs> With a nacho. Uh, all right, my number 10 is another disappointing one that I think we were all looking forward to. I envisioned this one was like a top 10 of the year going in. It's Don't Look Up. And mm, when yeah. it came down to it, that was towards the bottom of the list. I did not, not really enjoy Don't Look Up at all. Anybody else have it on their bottom 10, Richard?
0: It was. Well, if I I told you guys before we started recording, I'm not doing honorable mentions this year because this year was so thin on stuff, it <laughs> just wasn't worth doing. I, but it would have been an, if I were to do honorable mentions on bottom 10, it would have been there. Yeah, I got you. But, but yeah, not top 10, not bottom 10 for me, but close.
2: Yeah, it wasn't bottom 10 for me. It was in that honorable mention group just because it was so disappointing to me. Um, yes, that's probably the most disappointing movie of the year for me overall. But it was I mean, there was enough quality there that I mean, I definitely saw 25 worse movies than that, you know, at at least I would I would guess something like that. Um, number nine for me is is a movie we didn't review that has been floating out there for, I think, three decades and it finally came to uh, to theaters and then to Hulu this year. It is Chaos Walking with Tom Holland and oh, Daisy yeah. Ridley. And, never uh, saw it mickelson uh here's my experience watching this i was like this isn't the worst movie i've ever seen like i was watching you know when you i was almost disappointed with how not terrible it was for the first two thirds it was just like a really stupid premise is really what it what it came down to but it was not living up to the hype of uh <laughs> these guys are like actively trying to prevent this movie from ever seeing the light of day kind of stuff um and then the third act is horrific just a really really stupid conclusion to the movie and then it kind of just like kind of just ends it kind of feels like they ran out of money and we're like well i guess that's the end of it and then just moved on from it uh and it so that's what that's what propelled it to uh the this kind of uh this kind of a list not just a this just wasn't good it was like actually this is very bad because of the conclusion so
1: yeah, exactly. I had it as my second worst of the year. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> two for two. I hated it.
0: Can't do it. <laughs> I'm man. sure it would have been.
1: I can't tomorrow. do these, these some of these high-concept sci-fi things, you know. It's just either it works or it doesn't for a lot of people, and it definitely didn't. And if it definitely doesn't, then you're in for one hell of a terrible movie for two hours, you know. So that's how I kind of felt, and... It was pretty bad, man. I I want Daisy Ridley to succeed so bad, and I hope she gets some great projects here lined up because I think she's super, super great, and it's nobody's fault. Of course, everyone would sign on for that, and it is what it is, but I think, just like you said, Brian, I think disappointment weighs into my list a lot this year, and that, that was certainly high on the disappointment list in terms of what I would want a Tom
0: Holland, Daisy Ridley movie to be. That wasn't it.
1: Okay. Richard,
0: you got a number nine for us. I do a number nine. Number nine was a really disappointing one because of the the film previous was a fun interpretation. My number nine is Halloween Kills. Mm. Did not enjoy Halloween Kills, and I really liked the previous Halloween and uh, thought that it was going in a cool direction with that creative group who I like in that world. And it was just like more Halloween H two O vibes. So it was a bummer, and I really like Michael Myers. So Halloween Kills, my number nine. It was certainly disappointing for me, but I put it, uh, I don't,
1: know, five to ten spaces higher than my bottom ten because I just love Michael Myers, and that's fair. I, yeah. I think it get it gets a little a little bump because of that, but yeah, it was it was not great. Um, but I'll watch it again because it is part of the canon now, I guess of of what those are, and and it did have some pretty brutal stuff, but man. It didn't. Feel, it wouldn't have felt right for me to put a Halloween movie in my bottom ten, um, and just with how much how much visceral uh, joy I, I got out of watching it, so it is what it, that's a good segue to my next uh, to my number nine because it's the Forever Purge,
2: <laughs> and I
1: went back and watched all these Purge movies this year, and I got to admit I'm kind of in on kind of in on the Purge guys, kind of in on the Purge as a as Purge a franchise. Yeah, it's it. They've done some really interesting things with it. They the way they reinvent <laughs> the purge with every movie is kind of impressive or take a different angle on the whole concept of the purge Is It's it's like they're doing a different genre almost with every single movie. And to, and that's pretty fun. This was by far the, one of the worst ones, though, if not the worst uh, forever purge. It was very disappointing, especially after watching some pretty decent ones. And uh, they get. They get worse as they go. Let's just say that. But the, the TV series is is pretty solid. But I would, I would recommend the the Purge as a as a guilty pleasure if, uh, series if you like horror movies. But Forever Purge, you can skip that one until the end. That's a uh, that's my review, and it made my bottom ten at my number nine. My number eight was Jungle Cruise, and that'll lead us to the next one on your list, Brian.
2: Number eight for me was uh, another Netflix joint. Uh, it was the Unforgivable with with Sandra Bullock, which like coming into the year was oh, one of those yeah. sort of outlier, you know, some are saying Sandra Bullock may be up for the Oscar. And you never really believe that. Cause you just kind of look, and you're like, no, that's not going to do it. But it, it shouldn't be just horrific. Now here's what I'll say. I thought, I thought Sandy was fine. I thought, and her, uh, her whole storyline was, was not terrible at all, but they have this like, B story that collides with the A story that was um, really, really stupid and also very, very poorly acted. I don't I don't know who the two actors were who uh, play her sort of nemesis, nemesai, uh, but they, I don't know. They maybe shouldn't act would be my suggestion. They were not good. <laughs> nemesai, and, uh, I
0: like that word. Go get your MBA or something maybe?
2: yeah 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 there's always something else you know I mean you know you can always shift careers uh yeah it was it was pretty bad and and they their role gets in in the story gets bigger and bigger as the movie goes, and so you get to the towards the end, you're just like, oof, there's a lot of these guys, and uh so that was that was the kind of the the clincher on is this just not good or is it actually a a bottom ten of the year kind of movie,
1: yeah. A lot of Netflix ones this year. There's maybe one or two more coming up later in the list here. Richard, what's the next on yours?
0: Number, number eight, eight for me is one we already discussed, Army of the Dead. Zach's a okay. Zach joint. So we'll we'll just move on. We'll go to your number eight. My number
1: eight was very disappointing. It's The Matrix Resurrections.
0: Hmm. Mm. Wow. Pretty, pretty disappointing. You're a big Matrix 4 guy. Yeah. The more I thought about it, the more I hated it. No, I'm yeah. saying, I'm saying you must really like it because it's all the way at number eight. For
2: you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was wow. nice, good swerve. Preview of things to come. You're saying I liked yeah, that.
0: it might be, <laughs> it might reappear later. I won't spoil anything. Okay,
2: yeah. I liked
1: that. Yeah, man, and not great. Maybe we'll discuss it a little bit later here. But uh, that was it ranked as.
0: Do You watch uh, it with your NFT bros, or
1: no, I did not. I watched <laughs> it all by my lonesome. Sadly, mm. sadly, but man very disappointing we'll get to it later though maybe you have some more thoughts you'll have better things to
0: say no, than i no. there's nothing more to say just listen right. to our episode on it
2: are we on your number seven brian yep number seven for me is a movie that came out this year i i don't know if you guys will remember this we did an episode on this movie it's outside the wire another netflix <laughs> joint that's my next one too
1: oh you know goodness. what i was gonna say i don't remember what this movie was but i remember it <laughs> oh, enough to right. have have already put it on my <laughs> list early in the year at the very bottom and i put i put it as one star on my ratings. so i was like wow it was, must be pretty bad it was anthony mackie uh-huh yeah i remember that yeah. and it was an action movie it was a sci-fi it was. he was had like, like sci-fi a, a weird eye or something movie. going uh-huh. on yeah
2: yeah yeah like a cyborg or something yeah it, it, i think the thing with outside the wire is it just felt like sci-fi futuristic bingo you know it's like all right. we gotta get a (laughs) cyborg in here we gotta we gotta knock I'm sure there were nanobots you know it's it's, we obviously we cast Anthony Mackie he's gotta be in one out of oh there were nanobots
0: yeah that's a checklist item Yeah. (laughs) so how pissed was HBO when this came out on Netflix that they lost their title to their The Wire reunion special (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be inside The Wire Um, one up them got them jokes on them exactly.
1: Richard, what's your number? 7 on the list.
0: Another movie that we I believe talked about that came out in 2021. That's those are two things I've said about it. Um Mortal Kombat. Okay. Mm-hmm. I actually I liked it more than some previous, but the more I've thought about it, it's just not a very well-made movie and I put it in there. But that those are my my thoughts on it. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I had some I had a little guilty pleasure with it. I ranked it just uh, below tomorrow war mm. and ahead of house of gucci a little bit ahead of that because gucci, gucci. it did have some uh, guilty pleasure i do like mortal kombat i think the franchise could head in a in a good direction this was encouraging i think for Mortal combat fans compared to what we've gotten which has been absolute yeah. absolute crap and i don't i think this was not absolute crap this was
2: acceptable so yeah nice Nice. What about you, uh, Brian? Where did it rank for you? Uh, it was in the not good, but not bottom 10 category. So, like, sure. You know, whatever that next year. So 99 was, or something. Yeah. I, I think I gave it <laughs> two and a half stars on Letterbox. something like that. I don't have my.
1: I don't have. I guess I didn't put documentaries even on my overall list, even though I didn't include them in mm-hmm. my top 10. So, sure. Uh, Maybe I probably watched I don't know hundred including documentaries and stuff. Did you include them on your overall list, Brian?
2: I put them in the. This is what I always do. I put I put them on the list uh, as I'm tracking through the year. Mm-hmm. Now, lettered box used to be just you know like a a word document or something, um, or a journal or, <laughs> or whatever else. And then, but I don't. I typically I I I really think there's only been like one or two times I've ever counted documentaries for. The top ten or the bottom ten, mm-hmm. as it as it were, and it's just I don't even I don't think I would do that now. So I haven't for I don't think I've done that for the entire time that you we, count them on your watched list, though. I do count them on my watch. So it's okay. the, documentaries are part of my one fifteen. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Um, okay. this year too, I've even got a few that like like um oh what what is the Get back. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. The father movies like that, oh, okay. that, um, we didn't even get a chance to see in 2020, but our 2020 movies by mm. Oscar standing, I do have them on the list. Cause I was like, I need to keep track of this, but, uh, I feel like I had Judas the Black Messiah on
1: my list last year. Didn't we see it before our list episodes? I don't
2: what? think we did. I, I could be wrong, but I, I felt like, or maybe you had seen it or something, but I feel yeah. like it came out like the week or so. Yeah. Maybe I had seen
1: it like this. that week or something. Maybe sure. you're right. Cause I remember talking up Kalua yeah. big on that one. Yeah. That's, um, did you, you guys did see the Val doc though, right? Recently. That was my I'm last gonna, movie. i not going to talk yeah. about it, mm-hmm. but yeah, who, that might've been my number one of the year. If we were including, <laughs> including yeah, doctor, r- documentaries, man. Oh my gosh. Shed a little tear for Val, man. American treasure. Mm-hmm. But all right. That leads us to Richards. Number six. Of worst
0: of the year. My number six is Woman in the Window. Oh, yeah. oh well, that'll come up later. Yeah. Okay. That's a really... <laughs> I like those it. kind of movies. So you loved it. Nice. Yeah, you're a super <laughs> yeah. fan. I, uh, I like Joe these Wright, kind of movies. Absolutely. You like this these movies, a, yeah. I like a good kind of mystery. These are the things as I get older. I read books about World War II, and I like movies about <laughs> peaked... <laughs> Perhaps murderous women, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just this was such a uh, like paint by numbers bad. I don't know. I think I'm out on Amy Adams, guys. Sorry. Yep,
2: yep. She's
0: had a yep. had a tough time. That L G
2: last year. That
1: was yeah, last year, right. That Ooh. was
0: last year. I just yeah. she's trying. They if the Oscars didn't exist, mm-hmm. she'd be one of our great actresses. Yeah, but she's just striving. So it's like when. It's like Russell Westbrook chasing that triple double streak, you know, <laughs> it's just, yeah. uh, it's hard yeah. to watch, but I'm well, just kind of, I'm done for a while.
2: Yeah. it It's frustrating too. Cause like she is, a, she can be a great actress. She's always been one of my favorites. I really like Amy Adams a lot. Um, but she's just the, the desperation that is leaking through all of these roles. is So it's. It's just kind of—I mean—you think about Leo also chasing an Oscar for a while and just picking the most banger <laughs> scripts yeah. that he can get, and it's—I mean—there's definitely some a little bit of the the dichotomy of of female roles versus male roles sure. and whatnot. But she has just picked the most awful Oscar-y yeah. fake They're Tracy Oscar-y Jordan kind of, movie. kind
0: of like yes, Thirty yes. Rock level, yeah. Yeah, this stuff. definitely but then, have you seen the parody show they're doing that's also like a real show too with Kristen bell does that peak you at all have you seen
2: just like, the trailer really made me cringe real hard
0: yeah out. i can't Oof, was, i can't tell what yeah. it's trying to be is it like legit yeah, yeah. i don't know it could be i mean if it's good it could be kind of their only murders in the building right where it's kind right. of bridging both worlds where it's got the comedy part but it's sincerely also effective at what it's trying to do but i don't know yeah
2: that's Christian one of the ones where on it. it's like I don't let Rotten Tomatoes run my life, but if it comes out and it has really good reviews, you yeah. know, then I'm like, oh, okay, so they did kind of figure this this whole idea out. And but yeah. I I'm I'm not gonna give it a shot before I sure. see some some news. Yeah,
1: yeah we we could talk about this now. It's it's my third worst of the year. It was my worst of the number, year yeah. for a long long period of number the year. number one for me. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was my oh, worst wow. of the year for a long period. I did see Chaos Walking towards the end, and then. Uh, there's another one that uh, exceeds it for me, but mm-hmm. Macbeth. I think we said this on the review. We did do an episode on this one, but Rear windows should not be a genre of movies. It be. It was a movie that was great. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be a genre, and that was about as bad as you could do it, in my opinion. So, pretty bad. My next one on my list is one. I don't know if you guys saw this one, Brian. You might have seen it. American Underdog. Oh,
2: I did. Oh, I didn't Kurt see it. Kurt Warner joint. Yeah. So many people liked this movie, no, you yeah, and not just, just a big like loaf Facebook. of movies is what you're yeah. saying. Well, you you you
1: add NFL uh, movie made by Hollywood and then faith based into it, and and it's like.
0: And PG, yeah. I'm
1: not against faith based movies because I, you know, we've praised a lot of like. Better ones that can do that material in a in a not bad way, and this was not it for me. It's like <laughs> I feel like this could be a good movie. It's just so watered down it's so watered down. I mean, Kurt Warner won Super Bowls because he threw the fade better than most people you know he could he could <laughs> not not because he prayed more let's just be be completely honest and that's kind I disagree. Of like what, what it I says, disagree. it's like, well, he yeah. he prayed a, a way more than those guys, and so that's what made. No, it I, it, I, I hate Titans. that. That's that's kind of always the thing, and yeah, yeah um, it basically. is what it is. So all those I might prefer the Kevin James Sandler twist on the uh, story of the Sean Payton experience. <laughs> that would
0: have so. been cool. Yeah, maybe yeah. Bobby Moynihan is Kurt Warner. <laughs> yeah, do that.
2: I I'm so, so hyped people. for this
0: Kevin James movie, especially with yeah, the news today. Oh my it's gosh.
1: Gonna be, we yeah. might have to you do you a live... Sh- yeah, you think they Yeah, shoot another scene? You know they're going to. They're gonna shoot a scene where he <laughs> yeah. retires or something.
0: Yeah. Let's uh it. should we do a Discord watch party for that one? That's a
2: good idea. Put it to good use. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I tried to talk about
1: that on my <laughs> on our Cowboys podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. why why that happened so, and everyone was defending Kevin James and Sean Payton. I was getting to- total backlash. Oh my god! There's no it defense was, was for Kevin bad. James.
2: It was let bad. it go.
0: Yeah, I know. Ugh. I'd rather see Leah Remini as uh, Sean Payton. <laughs> if we're gonna do King of Queens, people. What if?
1: What if they cast Leah Remini as Sean Payton's wife in this movie? That needs to be a <laughs> thing where Leah Remini's his yeah. wife in every single property yeah. that he's yeah.
0: in, and then in like. <laughs> 15 years she does a documentary series about escaping Kevin James. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Patton Oswald plays Sean Four hour Rogan podcast. Yes. Yeah.
1: Exposing Kevin James. All right. Oh, Scott Lord. Vegeta. Good pull, right? That was good. The American <laughs> Underdog. Yeah, you guys didn't see it, but it was, yeah, the most watered down version. It was the draft day of Kurt Warner movies. So, my favorite thing
2: in these kind of sports, like the faith based movies. Obviously, you know how I feel, but sports movies, like even Moneyball, Moneyball is like a great movie, movie I rewatch all the time. We talked about this when we did the review last year. It was like, I mean, they did have three incredible pictures. That was a little bit yeah. of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah. That is such and a Boulder football the most team dude. sport ever too. Yes. You know,
0: I
1: and mean, he's it's it's a quarterback, movie but thing it's to do right now. Yeah, yeah. Tory Holt and Isaac Bruce. And, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah Marshall exactly. Marshall Falk and all right.
2: these. Yeah, he he, all he had Hall Marshall Faulk, like one of the great all-time backfield. Like, I mean, and it wasn't like, like he was just he was bringing out the a two like a six-man football team onto the field and just leading them to. And that man, offense, the same before like, it got figured out. That
0: that offense was so revolutionary. I mean, it got ended up getting figured out. That, right. i mean a more interesting movie would be like the tragedy of mike martz right and it's shot in black <laughs> and white by the co- one cohen <laughs> and it's about how they slowly figured out to just like too high his rate. Right. Uh, whatever it's just that'd be a better not movie. a lot there and the emphasis for, yeah.
1: on the uh-huh. grocery bagger story it's like yeah like nobody ever has worked a job before going into the <laughs> nfl
2: like that it's just it, like i it's, don't know I love Kurt Warner. I loved watching Kurt Warner play football. I love that yeah. kind of offense, and that team was a blast. And Kurt Warner's a great his, guy. Yeah, his run American, with... Uh, American Treasure candidate Kurt Warner. I'll say it right now. <laughs> his run with the Cardinals ruled, too. <laughs> yes. like, that was a gr- they they should have won that Super Bowl. And he it mentored American Treasure run. Eli in New York. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Exactly. I'm just... I'm, but I'm with you, Ken. It's like, but can we... I mean, there's other stuff going on here. We don't have to. Do this. I had so many people. I, I can. There was a, at least a dozen people can that saw that movie. Told like, me, Brian,
1: you need to see this.
2: They said this exact thing. It's a really great movie. And then all of them, all of them were like, the acting. Not great. But the <laughs> but the story, the story is so good. You know, I was like, okay, that's all I need to know. You know what was he cool? Did.
0: That it existed in real life and I know
2: the story. So I don't have to see the movie. <laughs> right. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I, I was it. a big fan saw, of that. I Super saw Bowl. the story yes. in real time. How cool was that? I don't Tom have to Stop see the the titans cameras. on the
1: 1 yard line. Yep, that was there. Yeah. It
0: was, <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> the post-credit Steve McNair scene was a little much. I
1: right. Yeah, that was took it too far. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Next uh, on your list, Brian.
2: Number six for me, a movie we did not review, but does feature Amy Adams, Uh, Richard, is Dear Evan Hansen. either Uh, of you guys watch this? No, I did not.
0: God, that should be on my (laughs) list. Oh my, no.
2: It changes everything.
0: You didn't put it on there. I didn't put it on. I mean, this happens to one of us every year. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Well, I'll just say that movie's terrible, and I won't put it in my bottom 10, but it should be on there.
2: Awful. Awful, awful movie. I just gotta say, it's gotta be an awful shit. Like the whole concept of the the show itself, uh, the Broadway show, yeah, I'm, not good. Like I don't, I don't understand how this got made. I I'm never, not a Broadway musical yeah. guy. I mean, I I've I like that stuff, but I'm not like you know in the know sure. or anything. But like, I can't believe this got past the like the the pitch meeting for Broadway, let alone for let's make a movie about it. With Ben Platt playing this character where he looks like he's forty seven years old. And That's like the best pedophile. part of that movie, though. Yeah. I think
0: I disagree. <laughs> <It's just laughs> Bloated Ben Platt, so kind of. Yeah. 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 No, hard disagree there. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I have friends that are really into Broadway. You know, I've talked some Broadway stuff with Ellen on some on our show in the VIP and stuff. But like, you know, I remember kind of being keyed in a bit more because this was like the show post Hamilton right yes so you're kind of everyone has their fur up a bit waiting for the next you know big musical and it's this and then like reading the wikipedia on it in like 2016 and being like oh no I don't like well this doesn't seem like this would work at all but apparently it did in the moment and people go see it touring company all that's extremely successful so I've not seen it in person so I'm I won't criticize it but I can criticize the movie which I have seen which is a piece of garbage
2: it's just a terrible movie. Truly a terrible movie. Uh the, like the Should music is fine. That's about as that's it. Like I just the whole concept of it. But I texted I didn't know if you guys had seen it. I texted uh some of our fr- Ellen and Megan when I watched cuz I just watched like a couple weeks ago and I was just like Dear Evan Hansen you're a real piece of crap. Yeah. One star. Like it was just such a weird Weird movie to base everything on. That's just the concept. Real, real odd. So, anyway, that, that's and Amy Adams was awful. She was awful in it and it hurts mm. my soul. She's trying so hard and she just needs
0: that's our just needs to take. We're going to do some rewards later. We didn't have an LVP for this year. I go, let's go ahead and just say you unanimously. Yeah. It's Amy Adams. I, I LVP agree. 2021.
1: Cinematographer of McGurber, though, did that. So.
0: Okay, no. April, that's why it's get, not my so bottom ten. No. I retroactively changed. <laughs> it change my it mind. actually
1: lost money too. Good. We made 19 million and I hope it cost people are 30 million now because of, no, lost.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wouldn't have expected. I wouldn't have predicted that at the start of the year that it would lose money. But
0: uh, yeah, I think I everything loses money unless it's got a cape right. or a mask. Yeah. I think is the right. new rule Maybe. for yeah. going right. forward.
2: I would have liked it more if. Ben Platt would have Worn some sort of mask So I didn't have to See his face That'd be good That'd be a lot better Honestly
1: My number five Is One that came out This year You guys might not Remember this one Either It stars An American treasure Named Denzel It's called The Little Things Remember this one
2: mm-hmm. Yeah Ooh. Woo Leto. I counted that as 2020 because I think it was eligible for awards. But I agree with your stance; it was not very good.
0: Leto got a Leto. <laughs> yeah.
1: Letterboxd has it as a 2021.
2: So, mm, sure, yeah, it definitely came out this what year. What
0: does I mean. Leto Box have it at? That's where I just rank <laughs> all my Jared Leto movies.
2: <laughs> it's actually 300 <laughs> out of 100. Um, it's it's very serious over there. Yeah, the only good thing that came out of that movie can't was the press tour when Denzel was like, somebody asked him about Leto doing his whole, you know, method acting thing. And him just being like, no, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> just like, I'm not dealing with that crap. That was pretty good. That's it. It's the only good part.
1: I barely remember that one at all. Hopefully we can skip it in our Denzel retrospective on the mm-hmm. VIP feed this year. I think year. we should do What's two to do?
0: three episodes on it. Yeah. I think it's- <laughs> on just Rami Malek's performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Exactly.
1: Well, that that does exist, and it was in my bottom five of the year. My other ones uh, we have all talked about, which is Army of the Dead, Woman in the Window, Chaos Walking. And We haven't talked about my number one yet.
2: I don't know if it's in your bottom five,
1: but we'll see. Okay. see? All right, what's your next one, Brian?
2: Number five for me... Uh we talked about this ad nauseum in a like seven-hour episode of this show. So I don't feel like I need to get deep into it. But uh number five for me is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh oh. which is very, very bad, but also is four hours long. So that <laughs> that makes it that makes it even worse. Like you could make a case to me if this movie was a normal two-hour movie, you could make a case to me that it is just regular bad not bottom of the year kind of bad but it's a four hour long crap fest so that that uh makes it worse for me so
0: that, that would have been in my bottom 10 for i didn't can I still consider it the year it originally came out
2: okay in yeah, my
0: thinking doesn't mean I'm right or you're i'm not arguing I'm just saying that was the, the only reason that it wasn't in my top 10 you're right i refuse to acknowledge it as a 2021 movie <laughs> it's stupid because I, I feel like I could edit you know, Citizen Kane badly, and re-release it. It, <laughs> it might be, be
1: time to unleash the uh, that episode to the masses at some point. I don't know. We we'll keep it in the archives until enough people request it. But it's on the VIP feed. We did
0: do it at a full episode. Pay us five, five dollars. If you
2: want to tell us to kill yeah. ourselves? Yeah. Four. <laughs> yeah, that's four our new four hour episode. Rule. I
0: if, think if, it was. So, if you're a DC nerd and you want me to kill myself, <laughs> I need at least five dollars out of you. Yeah, it's a good rule, Brian. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you got one bug before you tell us got to gotta yeah, have a good wrist, wrists and <laughs> delete our entire podcast and all that <laughs> that type of stuff. So that's a, uh, that is a, a very bad movie. You're absolutely right, Brian. What's the next one on your list, Richard? Number four, I guess it would be.
0: I didn't do my five yet, but I can oh, do five fine. and four. I can do both. Yeah, go it doesn't matter. Uh, my number five is the only one we already talked about, so we can just skip it. Red Notice, just a total. Ugh. It's like not disappointing on the rock factor, but it's a little disappointing on the Ryan Reynolds factor because yeah. I expect him to be a bit more curated where the rock is in a quantity game. Um, number four for me, a little movie we like to call Space Jam 2.
1: Oh, wow. Gosh, that was this year? I don't have that on my list at all. That would definitely be bottom 10 for me. Yeah, I totally forgot putting that one on on my watch list. Ooh, that was tough. Yes. Yeah, that might be exists. my 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 worst movie of the year, too, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, it's pretty Honor, rough. It's honorable number one, yes. <laughs> wow, that, yeah. was, that was rough. Don Cheadle was, was excellent, though. Pretty <laughs> Brought a lot of gravitas to the performance.
0: Mm-hmm. Like you would expect. That's why you cast yeah, him, you know? Exactly. <laughs>
1: Wait, well, are you telling a the house
0: of lies again? Um, no, it, it, uh, yeah, it's just, bad. it was like one of those that, you know, there's remakes, not remakes, there's kind of reboot, sequel, remakes, everything that are bad ideas. And then there's ones where you go, I can actually see uh, why this would be a good idea. You know, you have the kind of next generation of Jordan and you have a, a reason to reboot the Looney Tunes and things like that. And you have you know, everything we need to have now with like VR and augmented reality and everything. And then you're like, okay, so I can see, Oh no, it's terrible. No, this is terrible. So, um, it's like extra bad for that reason.
2: 100%.
1: Brian, um, where does it rank for you?
2: Uh, it was, you know, I didn't hate it as much as you guys did. Uh, but it was in like the, Oh, let's see where I have it on my list. Man, letterboxd, I gotta get I, like the ad on Letterbox is so touchy, so frustrating. It was number ninety nine, so it was like four spots out of my, out of the bottom ten. And I'm the top one hundred, so you liked it. <laughs> yeah. I'm put you down for an A.
1: Top one hundred. That's on the top actual 100. movie poster. art. <laughs> top one hundred of the yeah. year, Brian Gill.
2: <laughs> it was definitely one of the best one hundred movies I saw this year. Yeah, sure.
1: Glass, glass half full type. Of <laughs> That's right.
2: Outlook. That's right.
1: Uh, all right. Next one. I only have my number one left, so we'll go okay. to your next one, Brian.
2: Four for me is a movie. I don't think either of you guys saw another Netflix original. Uh, I probably should. Well, just you stop. have Netflix. I, I can know. Tell. I know. I wow. had quite Humble a brag. relationship this year. Um, It's called sweet girl. It's, it's a Jason Momoa joint. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know Directed. I assume. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't know. Look, it's, it's one of those movies that falls into like the taken genre of movies, you know, the Liam Neeson genre of movies, which we like, we, we like those movies should be hard to make just garbage. It should just be like, that was fine. It, it, you know, it yeah. wasn't good, but I, I didn't hate myself. Um, this one was, was in the latter category. So, wow. and I'm just going to ruin it cause no one cares. Uh, the, the twist on this is like, Oh, Jason Momoa, so his character's wife dies of, I don't know, cancer or something. And he, he goes on, he takes on big pharma, you know, and big pharma kills him. Okay. <laughs> Jason
1: Momoa, like, is yeah. it an action movie?
2: Yeah. 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 He takes yeah. on big pharma. And he takes on big movie. pharma. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's, he's going to kill like the CEO of <laughs> wow. the company or whatever. Doctor,
0: doctor pharma. Yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: Agent pharma.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, uh. And you see, and so, and then him and the daughter are on the run, right? Because they're mm. like the like big farmers yeah. trying to kill him. Yeah, exactly. And uh, there's friend, a there's a sympathetic FBI agent who's tracking them. She thinks that uh, you know this guy's he's he's, uh, he's, just, he's 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 distraught. You know, like he's got an excuse for all this. We can, we can save him. And then it's not. It's so bad. It's so poorly done. And I don't like Jason Momoa and all this sort of stuff. And then the twist of the movie is. That actually, in the first, the first act, Jason Momoa did die when Big Pharma attacked him, and the daughter has been doing all of this herself and just projecting it as if imaginary oh. friend Jason Momoa is is doing all of these these hmm. things. And like, I mean, she's like sixteen, and she's just only like karate chopping people in the throat <laughs> and killing them and and all this sort of stuff. But it yeah. turns out she's been doing it all along. So wow. All so right. it went from a "this, this is I'm no watch good" it now. to yeah. "this is horrific." Real fast. So
0: Real fast. They end up just taking some CBD and kind of curing everything. Mm-hmm. Or, yep, yep. Cool. She
2: just calms down. It's no big deal. Yeah. Gets a uh, seems pretty cool. Yeah, she gets like an emotional support dog, and um, <laughs> it's all good. You know, it's all good. Right on. You know what, Brian? Sounds pretty
1: sweet. <laughs> Heyo,
2: gotzy, got him.
1: What's the next uh, worst movie on your list, Richard?
0: My number three. I can't. It, this ha, I assume it's coming later for both of you because it hasn't been mentioned yet, and I'm shocked. A sequel, a movie called Venom Two. Mm. Let there be carnage.
2: Venom number two for me. So we're
0: okay. We're so number close. three for me. Ken on your list. or do you like it?
1: Uh which list, top or bottom? <laughs> 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 yeah, it's bottom for sure. Okay, uh, number one worst. <laughs> oh god, okay. yeah, it's yeah. so edy. The most edy Woody Harrelson. <laughs> I've ever seen
0: I don't know, the, a, the audio is what, what offended me the most
1: <laughs> and the visuals are absolutely <laughs> appalling in these it's just so yeah. so much goo everywhere yeah so jagged the entire experience so dark but the sound of the movie was it was yeah. audio you know, assault if you
2: want to call it <laughs> yeah. that I don't know, it was bad there are so almost every movie even a bad movie wh- where I walk out and I say that was just dog crap there are so few where I'm like I get offended if people like them, and the, these are the movies to me. Like I've said before, I think I hate these more than the Snyder Justice League movie, like all of them, because it just it. I don't understand. It boggles my mind that, and I hate. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the guy. I'd like like what you like. It's fine, whatever. But don't like this. It just it it really. It really, it really bothered. I just, I can't understand. I they are an assault on every single level to me. I'm sure if there was like a smell-o-vision, these movies would smell horrible. To me. Like it just, it's that, it's that level of what are, what are we doing? I don't, I don't get it.
1: Yes, yes, very confusing. I think this is the second year in a row where a Tom Hardy movie is my number one worst. I think Capone was my,
0: yeah, was my worst last year. year. Maybe he can do something with Amy Adams and reverse both of their. <laughs> courses you know like that'd be awesome if that happened they're just this great just came out you know but it's like not oscar at all it's like a real stoner gross out comedy and they're both awesome in it (laughs) it's like wow you just need to try to not win oscars it's awesome exactly
1: wow yeah that was my worst of the year was venom let there be carnage i was waiting for it to pop up i was gonna be very surprised if it didn't pop up so I, I'm the Venom
2: fan
0: here. I was three, yes. Brian's two, and Kent's one. Yeah. Right. Put me down as a big fan. <laughs> good good oh, new bit we
2: created here. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, They're just going to
1: put, uh, for the movie poster for that, it's like, it's a top three of the year, Richard Barton, and they're going <laughs> to edit out the Beat word. Out the worst. Worst you know, it's got top three, dot, 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 of the year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Peter Travers. <laughs> Peter Travers. Right. Yes. Peter Travers. <laughs> yes. Popcorn. Yeah. All right. There uh it'd be maybe one or
2: two more left on your I list. got one more that hasn't been okay. mentioned. Number three for me is Kingsman. Um, oh, I didn't uh, see it.
1: Yeah. yeah. I probably would have maybe would have been on my list. I didn't but, hear uh, about it either. Didn't I didn't see know it was it. coming out.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's only been a four-year campaign for it. Um
1: one thousand days. <laughs> they, they spent promoting that, by the way. One thousand. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, and it was I, everywhere. Like, they yeah. were every trailer, every place you could product place that movie, every, you know, <laughs> drink special you could think of was like the Kingsman, old fashioned. <laughs> now serving at MacGuffins. <laughs> it was bad,
0: man. It, it was, well, to be
1: fair, it has it made like three million dollars opening week or something like that. It was
0: Yeah, total. <laughs> it's brought in. Oh, boy. Here we go. Let's see. Why is it all? I miss box office. I think it costs like $100 million to make or something. just not great compared to. Yeah. Oh, there it is. 105 mil overall, which is what they spent alone on Quibi ads.
2: Mm. (laughs)
1: Right. Just broken up. I did not see it, though. I was, I kind of liked the first one,
2: Mm. to be honest with you, but I've been less, less Mm -hmm. impressed with Matthew Vaughn as time has gone on. Same, same. Um, yeah, I would say the same thing. I did not like Kingsman. the I did not like the Kingsman, the first one. Whatever. I don't care. The first one, I didn't like it, but I was like, it's it, it's fine that it exists, like that kind of thing. I get why other people really dig it. It's just not my kind of thing. I thought the second one was significantly worse. Minus and, Elton. <laughs> Elton was cool. Yeah, Elton was truly, genuinely was the best part of that movie by a mm. long stretch. Um, as he is with most things. By the way, please get get well Get sooner. better. Yeah. Right. Missing the um, Dallas show. But uh this one was uh I I genuinely think Matthew Vaughn might be my like my five least favorite directors. I can't stand his bit at at all at this point. It's uh you know. It was a two hour movie that felt like six hours, none of it was good, none of it made sense. The twist ending was painfully obvious from like minute one of the movie. I mean, it was, it was so, so bad. And I think what always makes it worse for me is that it feels like Matthew Vaughn is like very much thinks that he's awesome and I hate it. I hate what he, what he brings to the table. So there we go. Kingsman was number three for me. Venom two was number two and uh woman in the window was, was number one. Ah, wow, there you go. Until we've hit all of mine.
1: Woman in the Window is my worst until I saw Venom, and I was like, "This is <laughs> easily number one of the year." Are we done with your
0: list, Richard? We can move on to the I best. I can go Venom two, number three. We talked about that. My number two worst movie of the year was *Being the Ricardos*. Oh that wow, was a truly awful movie. Wow, and I'm offended by both of you. Not <laughs> mentioning that—that's an atrocious piece of garbage. And uh, number one is *Matrix 4. I don't even wow. know what the title was anymore. Okay, there you go. Yeah, that was awful.
1: I was going to feel bad if I was the only one that put it in my bottom ten. Well,
0: I'll, I'll take those shots.
1: <laughs> so you'll yeah you'll take
2: take Email them all day. Complaints. Send
1: matrix related complaints to Richard. Mm-hmm. So there you go.
2: <laughs>
1: well, we'll move on to our top ten of the year now, and I've got a couple honorable mentions to do i'll just do like 15 to 10 i won't Mm -hmm. do my whole list but a lot of blockbuster movies a lot of guilty pleasure movies this year you know the f9s the godzilla versus kongs Mm. those types of movies i think i'm gonna really revisit and a lot of disappointing movies from some directors that i i really like i wasn't i wasn't really big on the egg Wright movie uh this year so Mm. so that was disappointing of course the aaron sorkin joint on the ricardo's Mm. was my biggest disappointment of the year. I was most disappointed by that one. What was your biggest disappointment of the year, Brian, if you
2: were to maybe say one? Probably Don't Look Up. Ricardo's okay, was in there yeah. as well, but Don't Look Up was the one that I really. Honestly, Ricardo's, I was disappointed from the casting on, you know? So it's like I kind of expected. I don't know that I expected it to be. I still just don't understand why that movie was just so. Uncinematic and I don't, anyway, sorry, I'm getting off, getting off track. Um, I guess Ricardo's, I was a little lower on coming in just because I didn't really get that casting and that was just sort of solidified. Uh, Don't Look Up was a movie I was very much looking forward to and I did not like it, I did not like it at all. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm still very too. confused by it. So. Biggest disappointment, Don't Look Up. Yeah,
1: well, there you go. Uh, my number, I, I guess my five that I would mention, I guess, uh, that aren't my top 10 would be. The harder they fall. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this yeah. one. Did
2: you guys check mine. this one out. Yeah. yeah, that comes up for sure for me.
1: Okay, Uh mm-hmm. the eyes of Tammy Faye. I liked mm-hmm. this one quite a bit. I love Chastain in this. I think she she's uh, very high on my list for best actress. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, the movie was uh, met my expectations. I think that's a crazy story. Um, another one that was a maybe the MVP of the Discord. Would we'll get that award in terms of the most talked about movie of the year in the discord would be pig yeah with nick cage for sure yeah so that slightly uh, missed my top 10 and narrowly missing as well is Candyman, mm. an early uh, one of the year that was actually my biggest surprise of the year same here so yeah same for me and i expected it to be you know fine but it, it, it Blew me away in terms of what I expected it to be, so that was my biggest surprise. And uh, narrowly outside the top ten, as well as West Side Story, I, I really enjoyed that one as well, but uh, narrowly missed the top ten of 2021 for me. So nice, yeah. Anybody else have honorable mentions, Richard?
2: I do,
0: yeah. I no,
1: do. Richard's against him this year. Uh, Brian, yeah. yeah. So here's no what honor I had. In
0: 2021.
2: Sure. Um, my issue was this: I had when I went in to do this, I had. Uh, I think I had four absolute locks. Like these are for sure gonna be in the top ten. And then I had like fifteen movies that were kind of like low A, high A minus kind of movies that I really all of them I really liked. I thought all of them had flaws, but also had a lot of really good stuff in them as well. And sort of sorting through those movies was was pretty was pretty difficult. So I had a whole bunch, but um I, ha- I also pig was probably the last movie I cut from the top 10. Kent. I thought that was mm-hmm. such a, I mean, a very unexpected and, and high quality movie. That I didn't even really know anything about going in, but really dug it. Um, Candyman was kind of like my, again, for me, especially not being a horror movie guy. That was, um, incredibly surprising how great that movie was. Um, I liked swan song a whole lot. That re- was my weekly recommend a couple weeks ago and uh a quiet place too was the other one that was very high on my list and the more i thought about it the more i was like i think that's just a good movie not a top 10 of the year movie especially maybe it's not fair but the first one i think is such a is a leg up from that one and so anyway but was very very close to uh to the top 10 for me yeah a quiet
1: place too nearly outside where i well, that ones i just mentioned so it, it, it kept getting moved further down the list as the year went on because you know the Oscar, my type of movies, yeah, coming yeah, out. But totally. it was it was a uh, one of the better experiences I had watching a movie this year for sure. Same here, really, I really good really theater enjoyed. experience. Yeah, and I,
2: that that uh, probably played in the favor of why I enjoyed it as much as I did, and and maybe it was a slight tiny factor against it when i sit down to, to do the final thing of like was i just Blunt. high on the theater atmosphere which is Emily great was, i mean that's is, what you want it's awesome in that it was yeah, it was great i loved it
1: she needs to get like more oscar credit for that oh, kind agree. of movie yeah. because that is so tough
2: yeah I mean, no I, I totally agree the reverse of that a quiet place experience was like come on come on and pig were two movies that personally for me being the the ADD dummy that I am. I think I lost something on both of those movies for not having seen it, seen them in, in a theater. I got you. I, I gotcha. kind of wish I had gone to see those in the mm-hmm. theater. So.
1: Okay. Let's get into the top 10 here. I'll start it off with a movie that I saw early in 2021 and hadn't forgotten it. It's one that I would love to rewatch, but maybe you'd like to see them make a sequel to it. I don't know. Super unexpected role. Never would have thought this guy would do this type of movie, and he did, and it was freaking awesome. My number 10 is Nobody with Bob Odenkirk. Like the John nice. Wick with Bob yeah. Odenkirk, man. It was awesome. Loved it.
2: It's in my top 10 as well.
1: Yeah, is it? No, okay, totally cool. Agree. Maybe yeah. we'll talk Nara, about it. Narrow miss
0: of mine. Oh, okay. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. definitely up there. Very yeah, nice. okay.
2: Well, we'll talk about it a little bit more later. What's your number 10, Brian? 10 for me, uh, again, went back and forth between like Pig, Quiet Place, Candyman, and I settled on uh, The French Dispatch, which I know you weren't (laughs) quite as high on, Kento, but I, especially, I think sort of like in the wake of Last Night in Soho, which I I agreed, Kent was like pretty disappointing given how much, it was a fine movie, it's not bad at all, anything like that, but I just expected so much more from Edgar Wright and, and... French Dispatch got was originally supposed to come out like the exact same weekend um, that Soho was, and so like we had uh these two movies that from directors that we really dig that had been pushed back, and we knew about for a very very long time, and we're, I was very much looking forward to both of them. And uh Dispatch delivered um way more for me than Soho did, so it, it's possible that there's a little bump based on that, but I. I'm not tired of Wes Anderson yet. I do like I've, we we said on that episode. Can't it will come for me? It maybe is already kind of the fatigue is is already setting in a little bit for you. But I thought it was one of the better performance Wes Anderson movies that we've gotten to this point, and was just as fun and enjoyable and weird and quirky as as what we get. And it just it's all anytime there's an Anderson movie, I'm gonna be excited because it's just such a different thing from every other movie that we see. And so. Um, I quite I quite enjoyed it. I'm sure I will revisit it many times, and uh, so it it sneaks into the top ten for me.
1: Nice. What about you, Richard? Where did it
0: fall for you in the top ten? Uh, yeah, j- just outside. I'm, okay. I'm adjusting some things as we speak, but yeah,
1: it was right behind Quiet Place Part Two for me.
0: Okay. Just outside
1: yeah. honorable mention. So sure, it almost made uh made it up there, but. I think it's one that I'll like more over time, for sure. The more I watch it, the more I'll appreciate it. Uh, Number 10 for you, Richard.
0: My number 10 is going to be maybe the biggest shocker on my list for you guys. Uh Wow. It's a testament to this movie. It's a testament to the setting. It's a testament to a lot of things. But most of all, it's a testament to kind of a crappier (laughs) in terms of top 10s. (laughs) But number 10 is the animated Luca.
2: Oh, nice. nice.
0: Sweet. Yeah. I really liked Luca. And I don't like animation. We've—I don't know if people listen to this show. I'm not a big animation guy. I totally respect it. I'm not like a jerk about it, but it doesn't Mm -hmm. ever really get to me. Uh, But I like this movie a lot. I thought it was really fun. I love the setting. I love Italy. You know, just Mm -hmm. uh, it worked for me. So I like the name Luca, Mavs fan. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh. So yeah, that's my that's my number ten. I don't think that'll pop up in either of yours, but I I thought it was. That when i was actually listing things out of the, i kind of mm-hmm. kept a running list this year i was like wow you know what i'm gonna put that in my top 10 because it's when yeah. else will i put animation in, in
2: sure yeah totally no that's interesting it's funny how i mean that was a very popular one in our in the discord as well and i mean i'm i love pixar so much it wasn't one of my favorites but that definitely i see why i mean but not being one of my favorites in pixar it was still like a high a minus movie for me you know it's very very good. And that's Cooper's favorite movie of the year by a wide stretch, Richard. He's so still- nice. oh, cool. That's his that's his jam, so. Nice. Yeah, I had Soul as my
1: number 3 last year just because that one spoke to me on the mm-hmm. music level yep. so much. Mm-hmm. I, and uh this one was number 26 overall just ahead of Lamb. Uh and behind Black Widow on my list, but um really enjoyed it as well and I could totally see why it would be a Richard Barden type of you know, list type of movie and i can't i can't fault it can't fault it at all my number nine i also saw earlier in the year and it was another big surprise for me is no sudden move from steven soderbergh with uh hmm. benicio and don cheadle and brendan fraser is is awesome in this movie too it's kind of soderbergh going back to his oceans type roots uh, in, in a way and it's kind of rough around the edges but uh great jazz type soundtrack you know it's got that that energy to it. And it's got some fun little twists and turns to it. I won't spoil it for anybody, but it's one that I have thought about a lot since I've seen it and really appreciated it and definitely surprised me on uh, how much I enjoyed it. So no sudden move was uh number nine for me. Cool choice.
2: Nice. nice. It was in, that was one of the last movies I watched. I don't know why. Yeah. Cause I love Soderbergh. I love heist stuff. Um, I like, I really like Sheetle and del Toro both when they're in the Right the right thing. One of the right. best
1: Cheeto, Cheeto roles yeah. I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Besides sure. Space Jam too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Big year. One ring. of, yes. Big year. <laughs> Maybe the true MVP. Right I
0: like there. the yeah. aggression in which you said that guy. Uh, yeah, I, I obviously. Said one I'm saying like, listen, Richard, gosh. <laughs> 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 love it. Love it. <laughs> it's it's good. good. Yeah. Good, uh,
1: It was, uh, it was, it was great, man. I love me. I love me a, a Soderbergh and, and Del Toro can,
2: he's awesome. When
1: cast in the in the right role can really, mm-hmm. man, he's an yeah, actor. He's <laughs> just, just, <laughs> uh, just incredible. Love that guy. Uh, yeah. So yeah, French dispatch for him this year was yeah. also, yeah. Also greatness.
2: Uh, what's your number nine, Brian? Number nine for me. Uh, I will say I, I, when I'm making this, I cut it because I didn't love the ending of the movie. It left me a little cold. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, no, that's, it was such a directorial high for a great director. And I really dug the music and I thought that, uh, I thought that Rachel Zegler was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it overcomes a little bit of the, uh, whichever one of the guys was in that. Now I've truly forgotten because we did that bit so frequently.
0: That Ansel, I, I think it was, yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: There's no, I think it was, yeah. yeah. It overcomes those things. It is. Just I, think it, a I think it was Luke Kennard. Yeah. <laughs> big day for him. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I. I, I think uh, it was just West Side Story was just such a masterclass in filmmaking from Spielberg, and it was just so good. As as you know, big Spielberg guy. Uh, it was just so cool to see him kind of like. Nail it, yeah. Just like dip into the <laughs> yeah. toolbox and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm, by the way, I'm I'm a great director. Like I really know how to do this, and I still have my fastball on some of this stuff." It was really cool. So, um, number number nine for me.
0: It is a shame that that will be lost as to kind of what a bust it was. Yeah, totally,
2: hundred percent. Yeah,
0: release yeah. and everything, and yeah. and all, and you know, and th- that, none of that. I, I don't really put it, yeah. as, but put it all. It stinks. I think narratively you're right, Brian. I think people will, as that stench kind of leaves it Uh Uh, i don't mean that really even negatively but i I just mean you know as years go on i think when you just judge movies as if they're good or not i think it'll be much higher regarded
2: i think that's a movie that in like five years whatever generation is going to, it's going to pop yeah. up on Netflix or Apple or H, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And Climby. people gonna be like, you know, Climby's younger people back. will be like, Hey man, this was a great movie. What the heck? And, and yeah. nobody talked about this. I I mean, I could be totally wrong on that, but I, I feel like it's going to have a good second life. So anyway, that's number nine for me. RB,
0: what about you? Number nine for me is one. It's funny. The thing that this movie's getting the most attention for was not the thing that, wasn't bad about it but it was not the thing that attracted me about it. I loved uh Spencer, number 9 for me. Oh nice. I love the score, obviously I love Johnny Greenwood. But I loved how this was shot. They the you, I mean they're supposed to be English castles but they're all Germanic castles. Um, like every establishing shot in this was like so cool. The credits shot as it rolls over the castle with the kind of drone shot or whatever. I just thought this movie was so cool. I don't really care about the Royals much. Um I love I'm kind of an anglophile, but the Royals are kind of the exception to that. I don't really care about Diana. I don't really even know if Kristen Stewart's performance was that good because I don't really know what Diana sounds like. To Mm. be honest, that's how kind of out I am. She was fine in it. Kind of a neurotic uh, performance that that worked. But I thought the supporting actors were really great in this. And uh, I just thought it was a really – it reminded me – I really liked Two Popes a couple years ago. It was kind of like the Two Popes of this year where it just was like a weird meditation on – a world that you don't really get to, I mean, you get to see it in the crown and things like that, but like, I don't know, just felt, I I just thought it was really in production design and everything. The movie, it reminded me the most of this year was like this and Macbeth, both on production design were such, Mm. um, kind of like incredibly well done, um, films. And it's easier to do it with something like this than Macbeth, um, because you have all the lushness of the wealth of the Royal family to work with. But I just thought it was really innovative the way it was done. And again, the music, I just thought the way it paced and everything was was really cool so
1: yeah i I had it as number twenty one on my list overall and uh the what I liked the most about it was certainly the way of a shot. I mean, it was yeah, so well directed the score was was incredible. Uh, what I liked the least about it was the the fact that it took so many liberties with the story and it sure. just kind of made up its own story. In fact, I was asking my wife about it afterwards. Like, I watched it. I was like, "Wait, was this true?" She was like, "No, that's all. It's all <laughs> fiction." It's like she's like, "No, it's a movie about Diana. That's none of it's true. It's just mm-hmm. a, like her as a character." I am like, "Well, why did they let that happen?" Because I am like, "There is certain things." I am like, "Well, if that's true, then I don't know how I feel about Diana. You know that kind of thing." And, and and so I think that's what I like the least about it. Like, I would, I still want a movie that really highlights the people's princess and i don't know if this was it but i don't think that was his intention at all and um so i think uh what i liked the least about it was kind of the liberties it took with the the narrative of the story but i loved how it was shot it was very surprised how much i liked it and how high it made it on the list at the end of the day um given what i was expecting or how you know i'm the same way i don't i don't give two two licks about the monarchy really and that's kind of how i feel but like this this really intrigued me. It was, it was special. I think a special movie for sure. Where did it rank for
2: you, Brian? Uh, like the, I'm looking at my, like in the fifties range, 52, okay. something like yeah. that. I, I thought it was, it was fun. I hated the, I hated the stuff with her talking to the the ghost of, of Evelyn. Yeah. I hated it. And it just distracted from the rest of the movie for me. I will say like, I've never been a big case to fan. I've always said like, I'm not against her by any means. I just can't, I just can't get there. I can't figure out what, and it was like one of the better performances I've seen from her. Like the scene with her, I was struggling with it of just like, this is just another kind of, I don't really see the charisma. I don't really get what she's doing kind of thing. And the scene where, she um is talking to her boys, you know, and she mm-hmm. wakes them up and is like yeah. doing this Christmas thing with them. I was like, okay, th- it's clicking right now. Like I, I kind of, I get what we're, what we're uh, doing here. I thought she was very good. She's, I don't know if she's going to make my uh, top five for, for best actress, but it's close. It's like at worst yeah. she's like seven, you know, or eight totally. or something like that. Totally same. Know? And but it's, she's very it's
0: good. I don't know. I think it's like frustrating about the narrative of this movie is, and we don't talk about it much more, but like is only around that, which she's very mm-hmm. good in it. But to me, it's not mm-hmm. the whole sure. picture of the of the movie. I thought a lot of it was mm-hmm. really cool. Sure. And yeah, Greenwood, dude. Greenwood just like mm-hmm. going crazy intense with the classical music and God. the like weird he's, jazz. He's, he's,
1: like. The way he <laughs> j- can just nail genre, but yeah. put his own spin on it. Like he's like, oh, I'm going to do this Baroque thing <laughs> for Spencer. And it totally works. <laughs> And and then he can do this kind of weird backwoodsy country thing for power of the dog. And it works. He's just so versatile and incredible. And just let such as such an amazing energy to a movie (laughs) is adding a John. Make them do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have them do one together. Mm -hmm. That would be the coolest. Mm -hmm. Like throw some. I just have them do that. That Lord of the Rings show that's costing like $2 billion anyway (laughs) on Amazon. Just throw another 500 million at it. (laughs) (laughs) have <laughs> Rest <laughs> Greenwood score it together even if they hate each other. I don't even know.
2: Yeah, he
1: might have a few years off here if pta's not making another movie for a while. I don't know. Yeah,
0: he didn't do much on the recent one either. Yeah, I don't. Know. We'll, we'll see. All
1: right, what's the next one? I guess is it's my turn, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it would be my number eight. Is one that I saw at the end of the year, and it was an instant entry into my list i feel like maybe at this point as long as this guy's making movies he might make my top 10 i really enjoyed this one my number eight's red rocket
2: from sean baker did you guys watch this one uh yeah i i i am the exact opposite you can't, <laughs> I, oh you hated it i watched red rocket and i was like that's it for me with sean baker like I, he does not make movies for harmony me. harmony
0: coran light yeah, I can I
2: hate it. I hated it so much. Like and it's super I'm not trying to knock it can't it's it's super divisive and people love there are people like you who there are people who love it. And then there's like this other camp. It's I have not talked to anybody who's seen it who was like Yo, it was fine. It's all like yeah, top 10 of the year or if I'm being honest, I probably should have had it in my bottom 10 of the year, but I didn't yeah. want to be a jerk about it. So You guessed
0: yeah. that this would be top 5 for, for I did. Kids. So I you did. Were
2: narrowing I figured, it yeah, I wasn't
0: in guess. the top yeah. Wasn't in the top 5. No. But yeah, good guess though. It's a still.
1: similar, yeah, it's it's it, he's a love it or hate it type of guy. I totally I totally get that. It's similar to the Florida Project. What I like about him is I think, you know, he's a super streamlined guy and you know, works on a really tight budget, small crew, Mm -hmm. really independent. I like that. And I think these, the subjects that he picks, I think, are these, you know, it's almost documentary level where he's picking kind of these subsects of society to focus on that honestly, no one would make a movie about if it Mm -hmm. weren't for him and highlighting these kind of areas of America where, you know, I don't know, the underprivileged kind of live or, what 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 have you and that's the kind of vibe i got from it i've been to some of these areas down on the gulf coast of texas uh or, or like in my youth my touring days and like spent time down there with some friends and had some like similar experiences meeting people like this so you're like wow these people exist you know and it's just like kind of a a crazy realization that 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 uh i don't know this is america if you will so that's the kind of vibe I got from it. I think the subject matter is just kind of a means to an end to kind of highlight these types of people. <laughs> and uh I Simon Rex was an interesting choice for me. I didn't expect that. I thought, you know, hey, you know, if the director sees it, then then go for it. And I thought he he kind of nailed the part, no pun intended. And um, yeah, it, it, it is what it is. But like I, I like the fact that he's kind of highlighting these i don't know under under highlighted areas of of culture in mm. in that way so and sure. I, I think he shoots shoots movies really well edits really well and and has a vision you know he's certainly an auteur in that way so um yeah that's where yeah. i fall in red did you see it richard
0: i haven't seen it yet so I'll be,
1: let me know where you let us know where you fall yeah i'll it. take it i don't, it out. I don't know
0: if you'll it love it or hate it because it is I'm, one of those movies for sure. i don't care about sean baker or a24 that but i I'm a Simon Rex completist, so
1: I have to. Okay, of course. We are, are we If out? I
0: don't Zoe, Duncan, Jack, and Jane every night, then I don't go to bed. That was him, right? Right. I think it was. I think we'll it Clement,
1: Clementine. That was another. Yeah. Or Tangerine, I'm thinking of Tangerine. Hmm.
2: Uh, go ahead, uh, Brian, with your next one. Number eight. So I thought it was a really good year for uh, for animated movies. Um, yeah, for kids movies and stuff. So uh, like a bunch. I had a bunch that were in my top like twenty five for the year, and I felt like I needed one, but I didn't want to to overwhelm this list with with, with uh, animated movies. So I loved Ryan the Last Dragon, and I loved Mitchell's vs the Machines. But I think my favorite animated movie of the year was was in Kanto, and that one's like I will say I'm definitely risking like some some Frozen here of like um it's becoming so popular right now that that people who see it in six months are gonna hate it because it's just been sold to them so hard um it was a really it's just a very very good movie and it's the songs are really catchy and good and the uh the voice talent and stuff is is great so i i think this is like a you know, we're in like a really great era for, for animated movies and Disney animation and stuff like that. And this is definitely one that's going I mean it, it fits right in with all the other high quality Disney animated movies that we've gotten over the last few years. So that's for me, number number eight. Neither of you guys have seen that one, right? I have not no. seen it yet, but I do have a,
1: a an animated one coming up here too. Nice. So I think it was another strong year for animation.
0: I'm with you. It was. What's next on your list? Uh RB? My number eight is the tragedy of Macbeth. Nice, okay. Yeah. Uh, really, really cool movie. We talked about it last week, so we want to hear more <laughs> thoughts on that listen in that episode. But uh, really cool, interesting movie. Great performances. Um, incredibly technically precise. The only reason it's not like top three or higher is it didn't really feel fully formed to me. It kind of felt a little bit like we talked about of, of an experience. Mm. or experiment rather. But hey, Joel Cohen doing an experiment is better than most people doing full movies. So sure. uh, that's number eight for me, definitely within my top 10, but not as high as I thought it would be. But I loved, I as we approached it, I was like, this is either going to be really bad. I started getting scared of it mm-hmm. or yeah. the best thing ever. And it ended up being like a top 10 of the year of kind of a weak year, but, but, uh, but, you know, very good, very good. Yeah, for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I'll come up later for me
2: cool. awesome
1: um my number seven was mitchell's versus the machines
2: nice nice loved yeah.
1: this movie i did too. it was in my yeah. top five for a long time and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gosh i i hope it wins the oscar i really do i mean it it would be amazing if it did i don't think it will but go s- watch this movie on netflix whatever warden miller team always impresses me and this one was just so oh. funny so heartwarming you know, action, all all that kind of stuff that you would want from a yeah. you know, family friendly animated movie. Loved it. One for the adults and kids. So
2: check it out. Absolutely, yeah. It was in my top twenty. Like it was a, it was it was in my 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 honorable mentions uh, to at the the very just missed the list kind of thing. Yeah, love that movie. All right, what's your number seven, Brian? Number seven for me is nobody um sweet which was like i mean i'm
1: surprised that you had it higher than me i thought i would have it i thought I was the only one that would have it in my top 10 i don't know about richard
2: uh, coming up but surprised you had it higher than me man cool i really loved that movie nice. i love odenkirk um the the genre is just a lot of fun so it's, it's hard to bring something new to that genre at mm-hmm. this point and there were several little bits that I thought were like, "Oh, that's a that's cool." I hadn't thought of that before. Like, I mean, even just down to like casting Christopher Lloyd is <laughs> yeah. kind of good year for him. yeah, for sure. It was it was a really like I said with um oh what was the was it Sweet Girl was the one that, yeah where it's like that kind that kind of movie it should be really hard to make it bad like bad 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 like this is just a garbage film cuz it's just stupid and fun it also should be pretty hard to make it anything better than just stupid and fun and i thought that that was one that found a way to do it and it was really great and i love odin kirk and loved love seeing him do something a little bit different and uh yeah it that was one of the first movies we saw from this year and it's it's stuck with me it's 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 a high quality movie that i really dig and it by the way too it's just now getting um, some some extra hype because it hit HBO Max like a week or two ago. Yeah. So a bunch of people have started watching it in the Discord, and like and they're like, like real "Whoa!" Life and stuff. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Good,
0: sweet. What's your next one, uh, Richard? Number seven. My number seven. We talked about already, so we can go quick. Quiet Place Two.
1: Nice, nice. Yeah, that was in my top ten for a long time as well. Same here. Yeah, my number six is another one from a director that it feels like if he makes a movie, I'm going to be putting it in the top 10. It's the green Knight from David Lowry. I just love this guy's vision. Nice. And you know, he's a either you're in or you're out maybe type of director as well. But I really enjoyed this one and it's one I'll revisit a bunch. And, and like I said, in the same way of nobody, it is a source material, not source material, but it's a subject matter. We see all the time. And the medieval stuff. And to do anything kind of new or refreshing on it is, is pretty tough. And I thought this was certainly something I had never seen before. So The Green Knight was number six for me. I know Green there's night. an audience of maybe six people, but I'm one of the six. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: That one left me a little cold, unfortunately. Because I was mm-hmm. very hyped for it. And I love David Lowry And I love Dev Patel. And I thought it was a very good movie that, that didn't quite click for me the way that I was hoping it would. Well, we still get one to the see uh,
0: Peter Pan again. <laughs> right, right. From him, so. I yeah, guess. Peter
1: Pan should be this year, right? Probably yep. end, of the, um, end of the year, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It's it yeah. so going to be I'm Disney Plus, though, so that's that stinks. That's true, yeah. I'm not going to get he's, to see that one in the in the theater, it looks like, so. <laughs> he's
2: All right. The, uh, he's the only one I want. Like, I do not want any more Peter Pan movies, but I'll allow it, right? Like, I'll allow it for David Lowry. That's it. Nobody else.
1: Hey, he's one for one on the Disney movies, so... Yeah, yeah. Love we'll David Lowry. He's great. He's great. We're we moving to number six for Brian now.
2: Six for me, Licorice Pizza. Um, I Ooh. assume this is going to be on y'all's list, but I I'll, I guess we'll see. Um, We will. My, uh, probably my favorite, PTA. And I'm giving it a little grace just based on, like I said on the episode, we did this like two weeks ago, so you can go back and listen, but I have a feeling that all the qualms and flaws of that movie I'm not going to remember in six months or a year and so I'm just going to go ahead and credit it with where I think this movie is going to wind up being um, in in my memory versus what was just a very good movie but not great kind of bit that we again we just reviewed a couple weeks ago so number six for me
1: why well, number six for you Richard
0: number six this one hurts because I really wanted to pwn the nerds um, Dune
2: Oh wow, you hate Dune, man. Woo. that's tough. Only, to,
0: only
1: number six best movie of the year. Wow, yeah. You really hate it,
0: <laughs> hated it, despised it. Yeah, it's number for six a for third me. co
1: co-host now. If we apply within,
0: <laughs> we'll we'll no. talk about it more. I'm sure as we get higher on both of your lists because you'll be you'll have more interesting things to say. But yeah, this was a great great movie. Denny's awesome and uh, excited for the second part and all that good stuff. But uh, really wanted this to suck. Just because the hype <laughs> around it was, you know, I just wanted... yeah. None you of really thing hated Dude, Dude Nation. Yeah. yeah, Dude Nation's the worst. And, uh you know, the fact that they thought it was going to like break, you know, Avatar records and stuff. I still stand by <laughs> that that was an idiotic take because um, no one really cares. But it was a good <laughs> movie, so enjoy it, nerd. <laughs> All
1: right, we're moving into top five territory now. So this is the... Prediction territory. We'll see uh who got it right at the end. So my number five of the year is one that we talked about pretty recently, and the more I've thought about it, the more I like it. And I'll probably revisit it a lot now that I think about it. It's the tragedy of Macbeth. Same for me. Number yeah. five. Okay, number awesome five
2: for me as well. Yeah,
1: I feel like just the way Joel Coven pushed the boundary mm-hmm. cinem- cinematically and. You know, like Richard said, you know, kind of experimentally uh, makes it win for me. And then obviously didn't sell him Francis. And it's one I'm going to have to watch like 50 times to know what the hell going on with the, mm. the dialogue. So looking forward to that and really impressed with this. Tragedy of Beth's my number five.
2: And for you, uh, Brian. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it, I, like I said, I mean, we, again, we did this a week ago, so I don't need to rehash it. I love I have a connection to, I guess, Macbeth and those, those plays. Um, I think Shakespeare, the stuff that's in those, I just was very impressed with the way that, that he did it and the, the presentation and the, the, uh, the scene settings. And then Denzel was incredible. I mean, that might be, that might be his best performance. And that is truly saying something. So um, loved it. Loved, loved tragedy of Macbeth. Would have liked to have found a spot Kent, to, for for both that and and the Green Knight in my top ten. I just I really thought hard about bumping the Green Knight up quite a bit, and I just couldn't quite couldn't get there. Um, yeah. just for you know a couple of reasons. But uh, but Macbeth, the tragedy of Macbeth is like one of the rare ones on my list. It's like I'm not going to rewatch that very often, and that is usually a factor for me when I do these these lists. I always say for me at least, this is like a different list than what my what is the 10 movies that are going to be nominated that you would nominate for best picture kind Mm. of I always, when we're doing our top movies, I'm always factoring a little bit of how do I balance best with favorite and rewatchability and things like that. This was one of the few that's like, I'm probably not going to rewatch that movie very often in the future, but it was so it, it worked so well for me out the gate that it, it kind of has to be in this list. So all right. What's your number five, Richard?
0: Number five for me is probably a bit low considering everyone involved, but it's licorice pizza. Wow. That is so, low. Yeah. I would it's, have thought it would have been higher was, for you. Yeah. No, loved it. Thought it was great. Nothing against it, but uh, yeah, PTA is great. Alana is incredible in this. Uh, Cooper Hoffman's incredible in this. It's a really great, fun movie. A little sloppy in parts. There's some weird morality issues with it as well. Mm um but uh yeah but 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 still definitely in my my top five of the year but you know i expect pta movies to always be in the top five of my year but in bad years i expect them to be number one with a bullet and uh mm-hmm. so i guess it's was disappointing in a way but it was still an awesome movie I still had a great time with it can't wait to watch it again
1: yeah 100 percent. my number four is one that you mentioned earlier richard and so i won't get the emails on it my number four is dune nice Gosh, blown away by Dune. Can't wait to watch it again 50 more times. And hopefully the sequel, I think they're going to start shooting it next summer, or this summer. And uh, we'll we'll get another one. So I guess it's a win there. Dune Nation wins. We get another Dune. But uh, that's uh, something I'm really proud of, is the fact that this movie is good. And Denny is still a good director, and we've been championing that, and, and rooting for Denny, and... This was another win I think for him, and he for succeeded sure. in, in like the most impossible task of all time which is making dune into a watchable f- film and uh, just obviously stacked cast maybe we'll talk about it more later Brian but um dune mm-hmm. was an easy entry in my top five and man I could have put it at number one and I wouldn't have been upset with myself
2: so sure
1: kind of where I am yeah. with it
2: yeah but i I think that means you hate it too so that's, that's <laughs> sure. Um, all right, number it, it, Dune will definitely come up here in just a second, and we'll okay, talk four about it for from, you ten more seconds in just a moment. Uh, number four for me is uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Same Love for this me. Movie. Also number four for me. Oh, nice, talk about nice. It now, yeah. very nice. Thought it was a. It's very similar to uh, to Avengers: Endgame in that it just felt like for 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 all the crap that Disney gets, some of it rightfully so um and all the cookie cutterness of the mcu and all that sort of stuff that it was a very ambitious movie and that they did a lot of they took a lot of chances and did a lot of stuff that they probably didn't have to do and could still just roll out a spider-man movie and and it would be the number one movie of the year especially in this year and instead they gave us like a really great comic book superhero movie Mm -hmm. that kind of i think is going to be one of those like kind of pantheon level superhero movies uh, moving forward and i'm very impressed with the way that they brought all the the multiverse together and the three for spoiler or the three spider-man and everything i thought it was just really cool and i'm i have a eight year old in my house who's going to watch this 1000 times um, when we mm. when it hits uh at home but uh, love love this movie and i'm super glad that it it turned out the way it did because it was sort of a weird disappointing year in so many ways and this one lived up to the hype sorry richard you
0: yeah no it was such a complex cool interesting way they did it um with the multiverse and everything i thought it was a really high degree of difficulty the appropriate amount of time had gone by i think before i mean we had seen eternals and things like that but it was kind of go, cool to go back into the established world a bit mm-hmm. and i just thought it was a really high degree of difficulty that they pulled off and you know, when you watch those, which we did this year, when you watch those Spider-Man movies, independent of the MCU and watch how they build, it's a really cool, you know, one series of them never got a third movie because they were crap. And the other one really had a terrible third movie. So it's fun to mm-hmm. watch one, like really build some more and more and more effectively. So, yeah. yeah. It
1: was the first one out of my honorable mentions. And mm. the only reason it didn't make it there or in my top 10 is because the amount of disrespect for tover grace will not stand had to bump it down you know no mention of him yeah. didn't even show up yeah. it's almost like this Kabbalah
0: crap doesn't even work
1: i know well uh yeah man totally Small high man. degree of high degree of difficulty and, Should and say, come in reviews. and just
0: say all reds in the venom mask <laughs> i
1: i would have liked uh I don't know. Maybe it would have liked that. Uh, we'll I
0: think. I honestly think we all talk. We talk. We had Oceans Eight. We talk about. We want to get Brad and George and Matt in for Oceans. Whatever. I, I think you just go Topher as Topher and Affleck and Khan's Mormon brother characters, and you just make a movie on that <laughs> from
1: the poker table scene and the yeah. In the first we go movie. to the poker.
0: T- first movie Topher, but the second movie too, the Caballo line where he's in the trash in the hotel room. That's right. Topher. That's right. Yeah. You go Topher that Topher version playing that version of Topher, like a curbing, enthusiasm version of Topher. And then you just go Affleck and Khan as the Molloy brothers or whatever. And you just, you put together a caper with those three. And I think you got a hit on your hands.
2: I'm down. I'm down. Brian's
0: man. in. I, Brian's yeah. like 100% his
2: yeah. head spinning right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm a hundred percent in. <laughs> We you talked about, got a stew going, you know. If you go that
1: <laughs> route. We talked a little bit about in our VIP retrospective on the MCU that we did in 2021. We we went back, talked about the Spider-Man movies, and talked about the fact that those are just so rewatchable. And I'm with you, Brian. I'm with Cooper. I'll watch this one 100 more times. <laughs> yeah, it,
0: can't wait for, for sure. to hit when we can do home, that. Yeah.
1: All right. So my next one, my list, we're in top three territory now, fellas. Yeah, we are one that came out very early in 2021 got a lot of buzz early in the year. This time last year, as a matter of fact, it was my number one of the year for a long time. It's Coda. It's my number two my number, of the year, number so three. we can talk about it now.
2: Okay. Yeah. Number one for me.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh wow. wow.
0: Okay. I don't know
1: why this movie's not getting more best picture yeah, love. A, like, I totally
0: agree. Yeah. Really Bull stayed. crap, it's man. It's I mean,
1: stupid. I, I know it's got some best supporting actor love uh, or prediction out there but you know i mean this was a, a fantastic movie everybody yeah. i've recommended to it I recommended it to i said thank you for recommending that to me that was yeah. mm-hmm. that was great um and so yeah it just it's touched me in a way i didn't expect and the music element obviously gets a bump up for me uh, because of that and i don't know how many t- more times i'll watch it but it was one of the more emotional experiences i've had yeah, in, in movies really in a long made, time so truly movie yeah, it is great. And great not
0: movie. and and not in an emotional terrorism way. It's just like yeah. a really Yeah. Yeah. thoughtful, moving, beautiful mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. It's a sure.
2: very joyful movie for, Yeah, especially given the con- the content. Mm-hmm. Um I thought they. I mean the way they handled it was incredible. Yeah. I I I'm 100% with you guys. It's it is my number 1 of the year and I'm with you too, Kent. It's it it uh I don't get too salty about this stuff very often, but it it really in a year that has kind of sucked like this year has sucked. It is, and j- I just mean that from the award standpoint. Just mm-hmm. how many awardsy movies were kind of disappointing? It feels like this one is left out exclusively because it was a it was on Apple Plus in August, and mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate that that that's a precedent that we continue to. Um, they bought it at Sundance. I mean, that's I think we've,
0: we've yeah. got to just. Guys, we've got to just start our. Uh, we got to abolish the Oscars, abolish the Emmys, <laughs> and just make the contenties. Sure. Or yeah. whatever. Best content just, of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Everything's just, on the table. If it
1: was content that we absorbed, yeah. it's on the table.
0: And, yeah. and just it's put, like, I, I really do. I really think, like, not to be a jerk, but like, awards are all for the disrupting right now, to speak in mm-hmm. like business bro term. Mm-hmm. There needs to just be a, you know, put together a great governing body voting base of a bunch of different equity unions and just make the contenties and sure. let's get over this stuff you know <laughs> I like it. If it comes in I a like theater it, great yeah. if it comes up you know and we can do categories based on that whatever but like yeah this is so, just so, so the dumb.
1: bo burnham special wins for 2021 right sure that, that, yeah that's exactly I mean, like, no I, yeah because
0: yeah. we could have individual and then we could just have like best thing 2021, you <laughs> know what I mean, and everything is in it up against yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. We have that
2: we be fun, be a fun yeah. bracket, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: and we have there's a couple, you know, so like NFTs the win 2021 <laughs> overall, yeah. well, best, <laughs> like, like best piece of content, and it's like, yeah, the Bo Burnham special versus you know, season whatever of Ozark, or you know what I mean, I'm just thinking of stuff that's yeah. out currently, but it's been like, and it all we all put it together and we vote, and then, but then there's also like best, te- you know, best limited series, best. Right. ongoing series, uh-huh. mm-hmm. best movie on streaming, best movie in theaters, right. best movie that combines those two. Like this isn't that hard to figure out. Yeah. <laughs> and we just it. by time, we, a movie is under three hours. Something right. else isn't, you know, sure. it's not that
2: hard. Yeah, no, I, li- I like it. I like it. Yeah. Coda code rules. And uh, I, I will say it, it could, I think it could have a second life because it's going to play really <laughs> well on screeners. If yeah. it, if it gets there, so it's, to me, it's like, if they can sneak into the so nominating field, yeah. yeah, then, then it, it has a chance at stealing some, some puts. I, I, I thought this movie was incredible. I've never cried as hard or as frequently as, mm. as I have in, in, and, and I, I know I cry in a ton of movies, but like.
0: That no, you movie, cried I mean, at red notice. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Different and, reason. <laughs> Just because how beautiful everyone is, um, True. just can't handle it. The uh, yeah, like the back half of this movie is is mm. a is a killer, but in the most joyful, sweet kind of kind way possible, mm. and great performances across the board. And uh, yeah, I love I love Coda so much, and same same for me. Kent. Like I've recommended it to a bunch of people. And every single person is like, well, that was incredible. That was one of the best movies I've ever seen. Thank you. know. So yeah. that was, it was a very great, great movie, man. Great, great experience, too.
1: I had like one small issue narratively with it, which we discussed in the episode, but like mm-hmm. very near a perfect movie. <laughs> very, very close to it. And wow, it was great. So that's my number three. Uh, how many more do you have on the list, uh, Brian? I know we touched
2: on your number one. I've got two, yeah. Okay. That was my number one. I've got two. One that we've talked about and one that we haven't.
1: So. Okay, let's do the one we've talked about.
2: Okay, number two for me is Dune. Um, yeah. Nice. Which I I thought I'm the highest on, but I, I think yeah. is, uh, again, it's like the degree of difficulty is a big part of it. There is a little bit of it that maybe feels incomplete, but we're grown ups. We're used to this at this point, you know, of watching a part one of a two-part or three-part movie and that kind of thing. And, um, and I kind of expect the second one is going to be like, it sounds dumb, but I think it's going to be better. Like, I just think there's so much, knowing the book, like, there's so much that's going to happen in the second movie that um, is going to be awesome, <laughs> for just lack of a better and very cinematic and everything. And the Zendaya part is going to be much bigger, and uh, I think there's going to be some great stuff that that happens with that. But yeah, Dune... Just being able to pull it off and make a competent movie out of this incredibly difficult and dense book and then to have it actually be a great movie and yeah. look incredible and have great performances and just like a great score. And and I mean, truly, just check off every single box is a remarkable- That score is awesome. It yeah. is. Yeah. That Hans, Woo.
1: The first note of the movie is just like, man, you're in it. It's great. That tribal kind of yeah. thing going on.
2: Yeah, more greatest. hot oscar isaac though that's my only complaint need needed more needed more uh you said the same oscar thing
0: about isaac. albertson's the other day too so <laughs> well
1: they brought <laughs> they brought momoa in too i mean they were yeah. trying to yeah so much so much uh masculinity <laughs> coming into into dune i loved it bautista was that's in right. it I mean, it was just that, Roland's
2: gonna be in the next one a lot more than he was in the first sweet one. I love yeah Roland, I liked him in that so that'll be cool um yeah it's it, it ruled man that 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 movie was just a just a truly great experience so
1: I want them to re-release it in theaters I want to see it in in an IMAX situation mm-hmm. I never, never i got bet to it do will. That.
2: I bet it'll get a re-release around the Oscars that'd be awesome
1: like
0: I'll this. definitely yeah. definitely go check that out uh Richard we're in the top three or two now yeah so, my number two was Coda. We talked about that. My number nice. three was No Time to Die.
2: Oh, nice. Cool. Very high on that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Really,
0: I mean, I'm just, I'm in the bag for that kind of stuff. We don't have to, I had, and I've rewatched it now two times since I've seen it. And I just think it's really, I thought it was a really good end to that story, which is hard to do
2: mm-hmm. and a
0: really effective movie. Saw so all that. And then, yeah. So, we can, I'm ready for Coda. Was number, that was number three. Coda was number two. I'm ready for my number one whenever you guys are.
1: Yeah. I've got two left that we haven't. Yeah. That I haven't talked about. We've we talked about it, uh, one of these, and we haven't talked about the other. So I'll do my number two was Licorice Pizza.
2: Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Really enjoyed that. And it came down to the fact, you know, I was putting it on this list. I'm like, man, what, where should I go? And I'm like, should I feel guilty about the fact that I love Haim and Alana so much? Like, screw that. F it. I love Alana. You know, like, I'm going to watch the <laughs> hell out of this movie you know and i just enjoy it so much it's so great that the pairing is so fantastic the the setting of the 70s just works and uh, i mean i just it might be guilty pleasure i don't know but it, it certainly was one of my favorites of the year if not my favorite there's only one more that i i put above it on my list so it was um it was greatness man i i'm glad it was brian's favorite pta movie i i i I think we predicted that going in you know it probably has the most mass appeal of all paul Thomas Anderson movies uh and it'll be probably the one the first one i recommend to people to get into his filmography in terms of approaching it at a an entry level kind of way so yeah licorice pizza my number two nice we're on to the the last ones uh do you want to recap your list brian before you sure do the last
2: one uh, number 10, French Dispatch. Number nine, West Side Story. Number eight, Encanto. Number seven, Nobody. Number six, Licorice Pizza. Number five, the Tragedy of Macbeth. Number four, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, Skipping number three. Number two was Dune, and number one was Coda. Uh, my nice. number three movie of the year for all the crap that I gave Netflix in the bottom of the list <laughs>
0: <laughs> that we did here. Paw Patrol movie? Deserve, yeah, deserve
2: Lisa. That's paramount, sir. Oh, sorry. Um, respect, <laughs> respect the plus. Um, yeah,
1: Shane worked hard on
2: that one.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's Just Paw Patrol. <laughs> hold the- on, hold on.
2: Shout out to oh, Batman Shane. Wearing the like the, the <laughs> black suit with the te- or the green suit with the tennis balls on it, and stuff. Just, just smoke you know,
0: Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> the Somebody hey. called in, Shane's at his desk doing his like normal job, and his phone rings on it. Up,
2: Hello, you got Shane.
0: <laughs> hey, Shane, we're gonna go need for you to- Shane. Yeah, Operation Christendom is coming through. All right, I'll be right down. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> What is it, Brian? Just
2: in a six foot seven suit. What's the Netflix one? one?
0: I
1: I'm actually stumped. I have no idea what this could be.
2: Uh, yeah, it, Netflix was trashed mostly this year. This movie ruled. You did mention in your in your honorables, Kento. Oh, but, uh, I loved the harder they fall. I thought oh, okay, this was cool. such yeah. a baller movie. It was sick, man. I didn't know ruled. about this director, and I was like, who the hell yeah. is this guy? Yeah, the cast rules so hard. It's, I mean. Obviously, I think there are better movies this year. I put two ahead of it, and and this is the coolest movie of the year. Like it's a yeah. it's just a a full on western action movie with a great score and like mm, a really upbeat. Tra- I mean, just sick and just like, like opening titles and yeah, just cool everything. Cinematography, great movie. editing. Yeah. It's yeah. just cool movie, man. Yeah. Absolutely, it's a super cool movie that took like you know like um. Uh, Matthew Vaughn, I hate because, and I, I've said this many times. It's like Tarantino is a great director, but I kind of hate everybody who's <laughs> come out of his like coaching tree. You know, it's just it's such a beat down to watch people try to be Tarantino. This was like a oh okay now now we're talking. Like this guy clearly understood um, what makes Tarantino good yes. and used some That's of how that. I felt and too. Then, like yeah, influenced and then, and then by then him, but like his own thing into it. For yeah, sure. not doing like a a
1: perverted spin on it, but he's like influenced by it, but doing it in his own way. Yeah, Yeah.
2: exactly. But it was, oh man, it was so cool. And yeah, and it's just like, okay, Jonathan Majors, uh, Idris Elba, uh, Lakeith LaKeith. Stanfield, Regina, I mean, it is a uh, Zazie beats. I mean, it it, Delroy Lindo, it is a, it's a murderous row of awesome, awesome actors. Um, and the fact that they're all POC is great too, but like, it was just really cool to see somebody do that movie with that cast, the way that they did it and make it so uh, so cool in addition to just being like a just a really really good tight movie, well-made movie so Harder They Fall is is uh, number 3 for me.
0: Awesome. What's the last one on your list? All what right, you? this was perfect cuz I can go to number 1 here. I've got Luca at number 10, Spencer at number 9, Macbeth and tragedy of Macbeth rather at number 8, Quiet Place 2 at number 7, Dune at number 6 going into the top 5. We have Licorice Pizza. Sp- at number five, Spider Man. At number four, No Time to Die. At number three, Number Two, Coda. And number one, Who can take the sunrise, sprinkle it with dew? Candy Man. Candyman. Wow. Can. Nice. Number one. Wow. Yeah, it's my favorite. It's the most fun I had this year. Loved it. That's Nia Dacosta might might be my
1: MVP director to watch of the yeah. year. I put her. I put Benedict Cumberbatch as my MVP of the year, just because I feel like with. With the Power of the Dog yeah. and Spider Man, it's like, man, sure. this guy kind of matters <laughs> in a way yeah. I didn't expect in this phase of his career. And I thought he'd only matter in like basically the Power of the Dog, you know, type stuff. But like, he he really brought it on both fronts this year in a very significant way. So he got my award. Uh, but Nia Tacos is like Director of the Year in my opinion. I was like, holy moly, yeah. this is a clinic. It was a, it was, a, it was amazing did i have my top 10 i had like my i don't know honorable mentions yeah 12 man whoo, great movie surprised it wasn't your number
0: one richard i thought it would be top five but didn't didn't think it'd be number one but yeah as i was going through it like i was it. just like kind of with a bullet too kind of yeah, an nice. easy coda well, actually one and two were tough but other than they were leaps ahead of three through ten for me okay
2: yeah that's great uh i love candy man and i really i mean it's so again good. knowing how I am with horror movies. I have multiple people that were like, "Are you doing a bit? Are you trying to get me to freak myself out?" cuz I don't, you know, I'm not falling for this. But I was like, "No, guys, I'm serious. Like watch it turn the lights on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> watch it during the middle of the day cuz it is pretty creepy, but it's yeah. not terrifying in a no. li- in many ways, but like I thought this, the the way that they that they handled the the, uh, the social element of that—I mm-hmm. mean, good grief! Like that, yeah. is, that was incredible, it was heartbreaking, and like, a and, heart, awful, and like the art it, aspect of yeah, it too, I mean, like I, art criticism just, and my stuff. Goodness, yeah. what a what a fantastic movie! Yeah, they it was my biggest surprise of the year too. Yeah,
0: same. Yeah, and I'm, so, Yaya nice. might, be
1: a, might be a star, too. I don't know if you've seen Matrix. Yeah. You might not think that, but...
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's that not his a, fault.
1: That was yeah. in, in great greatness.
0: And, and my MVP, by the way, real quick, before we go into our scores on uh, how we predicted each other, mm. if there's a Haim sister in a movie, I'm going to vote. <laughs> I'm pretty easy. I am voted for Dirk every year for MVP, and I'm voting for <laughs> Alana for MVP this year. That's just a rule. Sorry. A man's got to have a code. Our Alana was greatness, yeah. She... She very
1: unexpected, and she might win Best Actress. I mean, so, yeah, I don't yeah. think she's
0: going to get nominated. I think if they're losing nominated. steam on that. And it's yeah, a bummer. No, it I hope not.
2: Yeah. She might be my number one female yeah. role uh, performance this year. She was so good. She won a, a
0: couple of didn't she I win know. like the P- she Critics early, Choice though. or something. Critics you know, you Choice. gotta you gotta make room for Nicole Kidman, man. Yeah.
2: Sorry, <laughs> them's the rules. Sure, I've never seen Lindsay angrier. When we watch <laughs> i didn't she buy nicole lucy. as lucy for a half an ounce of a second <laughs> and i didn't buy so Bo angry
1: javier her. as ricky for a half an ounce of a second I mean, yeah. I see,
0: one. you know that better. I thought Javier, he probably wasn't good at the Ricky part, but I thought at least it was like a passable performance. Whatever he yes. was doing seemed like a character that I could get there because <laughs> really? I'm not as much of a Ricardo guy as you are. Right. What you if know, Ricky irony? was 10
1: years older and his voice was four <laughs> octaves lower?
0: Yeah, yeah. Kind of the same with Spencer. I didn't have that to compare it to, so I didn't go there. Yeah. So I thought at least it was a performance that, you know, he's a great actor. So it was like, okay, cool. That's fine. Whatever. But yeah. I know Lucy, and it was like, what is, what? What? And I like Nicole Kidman, but just, I don't know. Go hang out with David E. Kelly. Yeah. The it's, only thing that worked about,
1: about the Ricardos movie was the scenes with with Plop and Buster Blues and
0: maybe <laughs> in the writer's room. Like, that was it. But even those seemed so, like, that. you're right. There, and there was, was
1: some, some insight on, like, the, 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 totally. how they wrote
0: the show and
1: came up with concept? Like, to me, that stuff was like, okay, this is cool. But it, it couldn't decide if it's, like, do we want this to be a a movie about the the background of Isle of yeah. Lucy or about Lu- Lucy and Ricky? And it couldn't decide between the two. It should have just been the you know uh, D- Lucy and Desi is what it was originally called. It's what it should have yeah. been. It should have just been about their relationship instead of about like the show. And it should do one or the other. A show about the background of Isle of Lucy would be so much more interesting than.
0: Yeah,
1: like the drama plus all the style It was just it couldn't decide what it what it was. And I think Amy Poehler directed a, a doc about Lucy that's coming out this year. That should be maybe yeah, that's was the Sundance. Lucy content we yeah. need.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, our guy Sean didn't give it a great review. It was like he a, didn't. Oh, three no. star review or two maybe, and a half. Maybe is he a, a
1: like Lucy that.
2: fan or I don't know. But. I have no idea. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to read the review yet. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to try to get Sean to come on and do a bonus episode. That'll be this, great. Talk about some of those. Those cause he saw a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I just saw his grade was was lower than what I what I would have That's a bummer, expected. man, because yes. feels like I you don't know, feels but yeah,
1: casting Buster and Maybe like together was odd. It's like, okay, we're making a movie about Seinfeld and it's gonna have <laughs> Turtle and R.E. Gold. Uh, okay, now we're okay. talking. Who's Turtle <laughs> plays Turtle if We Cistanza? know these characters together all the time. You can't just <laughs> ca- cast them and, and change their their names and expect nothing. To, I don't know. It's too <laughs> iconic. I don't know. There's so many things about that I would have changed. Yeah, it's so bad. Uh, and it's a bummer. It's a, it's a, that's the most disappointing movie of the year for me was, was being the Ricardos. And it was ooh, very tough. Uh, my number one of the year, uh, we'll start my number 10, was Nobody... Uh, no sudden move. Number nine, Red Rocket. Mitchell deserves the Machines. Green Knight. Tragedy of Macbeth. Dune. Coda. Licorice Pizza. And my number one came late in the year too, and it blew me away for a lot of reasons. Uh, one, because uh, you know I've been looking out for this director and hoping he would do something that would interest me, and he did, and and it really interested me when I saw the casting and all that, and the you know obviously the plot, but I didn't expect this. The approach to be like this. My um, number one's "Come on, come on," uh, from oh, Mike nice. Mills. Nice. And I had never seen. I was kept trying to think in my mind, like, have I ever seen a Joaquin performance where he's just playing like kind of a normal, yeah, dude? I don't think I've right. ever seen that. Gladiator, you know, but yeah, <laughs> you know, like I'm trying to think, like, Johnny Cash <laughs> wasn't normal,
0: you know, like that's the, yeah, no, Master, it was just normal he's like a in the man. man. Mm. That scene at the beginning of the beach. The yes. master, is just like, like chill at the beach. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that's just totally movie. You know, yeah, it's <laughs> broing out with your bros. Long well, leave from the navy, man.
1: But I thought the the choice to shoot it in black and white was was <laughs> yeah. pretty beautiful. Um, I mean, I'm a sucker for a road trip movie, and then you add like this relationship with his sister and his sister's son, or whatever it is, and and the like documentary aspect of it too, where joaquin's like interviewing real kids yeah (laughs) about like where they want to what they want to be in life and what life means to them like was so special i thought it's just a a cross-section of the world today Mm -hmm. and i mean it just touched me on a level i didn't expect and um was was maybe the best movie of the year um like overall i just thought it was was fantastic It, it hit every note i wanted it to hit and was so touching and Oh man, it was a cry fest for sure. Come on, come on. It was great.
0: I think, just to note on that, I think it's funny. And we talked, I don't think we really like worded this correctly with like the Joker and things like that. But the thing that people, I think, associate so much with Joaquin for, you know, some reasons that are obvious, but like, are is his like menace and his intensity as an actor. But I think what makes him, in my opinion, the great American actor right now is that vulnerability and that sweetness that he can tap into. Yes. yes. Like and her. that her mm-hmm. yeah i mean he's just and to me that's the Joaquin that is like so i'm so in on that you know i feel like there's mm-hmm. a lot there's a million tom hardy's out there that can <laughs> throw that but like the tenderness that he can touch um really without like pandering at all is what makes him inc- it, you know mesmerizing and this movie really harnessed that really well honorable mention yeah. for me as well yeah
2: yeah i like i said in my honorables i i think i really missed something watching that Maybe I watched it at the right time. Tuesday, it just like you know, it came over me like a waterfall, yeah.
1: man. It was like, wow, yeah. this movie is I what almost, I've been waiting for this year, you know.
2: Yeah, I almost went to see that in theaters um on a ra- whatever, a random day and you know, for for whatever happened, like some, you know, a meeting came up. Something prevented me from going, mm-hmm. and then it was out of theaters the next day. And then I saw it like a week later on screeners and stuff and it was I really I really dug it. I thought it was very good, but I the whole time or I guess at the end of it, I was like, I think if I would have seen that in theater, that might've been where I didn't have the option to be distracted or to be working or to whatever else. I think I really dug that film. I think I would have loved it if I had seen it in that, in that setting. And, uh, but I, it might've been my favorite Joaquin Phoenix performance. Genuinely. I thought he was, he was magnificent in that movie. And it's, you know, I I don't want to get into the the, the, (laughs) too far into the Joker thing, but it's, that's you know.
1: so disappointing that that's the. It's Oscar. always gonna, like, Yeah, it's exactly uh, right. It's always going to be
2: frustrating to me that that's the movie that he got the most acclaim for. Yes, and a the movie it's is stupid to him bad, too. I'm sure he yeah. Hates but it. b he's just had so many better performances. Than would that. would
1: Joaquin like rather have the Oscar for Joker or not have the Oscar at all? <laughs> I think he'd rather just like not have it and be like yeah. I'll get it when, when I when it. I do yeah. something yeah. worth it. Yeah, yeah. like I I don't think he feels like. I don't, i'm sure I don't he doesn't he cares, even know where it is to
2: be like you yeah. yeah. uh, know i'm i'm with you by the way that movie was in uh, come on come on was in um i think owen uh lieberman's like worst of the year oh, man. yeah i saw was, that and i like i understood what he like it was like i appreciated that you know if you're gonna do that you have to make a good case for it i didn't agree with this case but i i i thought okay well at least i kind of see what you're saying it wasn't but, hot like taking. his whole Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly right. It wasn't a hot take. It was like I think part of it just came down to for him and for me. This would be my criticism of that criticism is he just was like I can't believe that this I can't believe there would be a world where this sister would leave her son with this sort of estranged brother. And I was like, "Uh, you don't know a lot of parents, then man, because that is. I mean, that's Not part of a the movie. crazy thing at all to have to have happened. And it's so for that to kind of short circuit your entire experience with the movie, I would say is you, you maybe missed a little bit of reality there. But anyway. Yes. Yeah. Very good movie. I'm glad awesome. I made I'm glad I made your list. Let's Come
1: let's on. get into the top fives here and see who predicted them right. Uh Richard I think I got
0: four out of your five, Kent. Yeah, Richard nice. predicted
1: for me, he predicted correctly. Dune, Licorice Pizza, Coda, and Macbeth.
0: Mm -hmm. Missed on Ricardo's. Missed on
1: Ricardo's. That was a good prediction because if it had been good, it would have been an easy entry into my top five, but it was not. um, And you predicted for Brian, Dune, West Side Story, Spider-Man, Licorice Pizza, and Power of the Dog. So that was a hit for Dune and Spider-Man, correct? Correct. So I'm at six Mm -hmm. points. Nice. Six points overall. Okay, my, my guess is I guess for Brian, Licorice Pizza, which was number six, right? So was I know, we
0: both just missed on that, yeah. dang it. Suck it. Uh,
1: no Time to Die, <laughs> which actually ended up being on Richard's list. Yeah. Did not expect mm. that. Uh, West Side Story, was that in the top five? Nope. No, top. it was number nine. Yeah. Uh, Encanto, which was just out of the top five, I believe, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dune. So I had one or two hits for, no, one hit for Brian.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's one point for me. And then I predicted for Richard, Licorice Pizza- Got a point there. West Side Story. No. No.
0: The tragedy of Macbeth. Nope. Sorry. Ricardo's. No. no. And you Just missed it as my second worst of the year, but you did get Candyman. Yeah. So three points for you so far.
1: Okay. So Richard's in the lead. Brian predicted for me, Licorice Pizza, just my number two. That's a point. Mm-hmm. Ricardo's. No. Macbeth. That's a point nightmare alley which i did not see so i cannot oh, uh, it wasn't did not make the list at all so i did not a good good guess but didn't didn't ended up yeah. making it i think it was in the theater for like four days so yeah did, it was didn't it, get really, to do it that. released
2: the same day as spider-man yeah i mean, yeah, I, I,
1: mean I really sorry guys we had to do a spider-man episode <laughs> i hope that was okay uh, uh and uh you predicted the promise of naked bradley cooper would get you to the theater but did not <laughs> wait yeah. it has that And you predicted for me as well Red Rocket, which was my number eight. So it was narrowly missed. (sighs) That was a good guess. So you had uh, two points for me. And then you predicted for Richard, Belfast,
2: Womp Womp, The
1: Lost Daughter,
0: Womp Womp. Sorry. uh, (laughs) Nobody. Sorry. Honorable mention.
1: The harder they fall. And. Licorice Pizza, man, took some L's there. Yeah, Jeez, where was Licorice Pizza for you, Richard? Number five, so that's a point. So, so you got three, and I had three. So Richard wins. I know you so got how do we determine it. the loser here? Is there any kind of tiebreaker <laughs> scenario? we
0: can mm. come up with um, I think you know, I get the to highest pick, overall or something I think I get like to pick solo episodes for both of you I think that's only no, fair
1: the, 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 <laughs> okay. the, no actually there's no loser punishment it's the winner gets to skip the episode of their choice that's I do oh yeah that's
0: what it was so yeah. so Richard gets to skip the episode of his choice what was year. the one we already called that we wanted to skip Brian <laughs> I can't remember but there it was, was like an instantaneous alright you know, well I'm out yeah. on that whatever that one was <laughs> okay. we'll know when we get yeah, there you can use it uh, you can, it's the
1: money in the bank briefcase you can use it whatever <laughs> i'm excited i did pr- i'm proud of
0: myself of that, yeah, knowing you guys a bit it. Yeah. that was the, good
1: man yeah that yeah uh, that was i'm disappointed in myself you know i thought i thought incanto would be higher but you know i think oh, we were all on the right track
0: yeah, yeah. we had a bunch but, of each uh, other's man, top ten i just
1: got lucky with richard Slade. my list i'm surprised you didn't guess coda brian because that was an easy top Top five. For yeah, me I, d- I thought you
2: would drop it compared yeah. to. I knew I loved that movie. I mm-hmm. knew that. I mean, yeah. there was an almost no world in which that was not going to be in the top five for me. Because once we saw it, I was just like, I love this movie so so much. But I thought I was a little higher on it than you guys were, and that, uh, and it would it would you know with the the sheer amount of movies that we have seen over the last four months or whatever that it would get bumped out. But I'm glad it didn't because I love that movie. I I I'm with you. I don't know that there was any. Like five and a half star great movies this year, but that was as close as as we got for well, me personally. As the so.
0: winner, I'm gonna go watch Corky Romano again. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's it. Oh, is that not just,
0: oh, such a treat? Go for it. Yeah. I think it's on at Blu-ray <laughs> now. It wasn't even available in HD when you had to do
1: it. Now I had to on Romano Amazon in
0: SD uh, You had to rent it too. It was. I great. did. I'm I rented like, it. I'm like, I can't even find it for you to. <laughs> Probably could have gone to a library or something. That would have been a cool cool yeah. thing on my record.
1: Yeah, it wasn't even there. Yeah. I I'm gonna that. take
0: uh I'm gonna take the rise and fall of the third reich and Quirker Romano, please. All right, see you in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well.
1: Okay. Well that's the um the Perfect top comments. five, bottom five for two thousand twenty one. That was fun, guys. That was yeah. really fun. We'll revisit these, uh, I guess during the Oscar nominations slash awards in six awards. months. Mm-hmm. In yes. six months.
0: And so be on the lookout for that. It literally is the end of March. Why? Why is the. Oscars I'm telling you, man, we can get in there. We can make the awards oh, that matter.
1: What Tim Robinson hosts. We're in. Right? Yeah. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah, our real vote I'm is just for on
0: Steve Martin, Martin short. <laughs> Corn Cobb T- as long as Corn Cobb TV has the <laughs> simulcast, I'm in. <laughs> Corn <Cobb> TV.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Thanks for listening.
2: Let us know top us.
1: five, bottom five. <laughs> work for two thousand twenty-one, especially you in the Discord, the VIPs, madaboutmoviespodcast.com dot com slash VIP. We'll have more content coming out for them later this week. And thank you for subscribing for listening. Please leave us a nice review on the podcast platform of your choice, and stay tuned very soon for the movie draft two thousand twenty-two next time ah, see you soon here we so, go goodbye.
0: hey baby i hear the blues are calling tossed salads and scrambled eggs and maybe i seem a bit confused yeah maybe but i got you pegged. but i don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs they're calling again scrambled eggs all over my face they're making me ya-ya, just rambling through They're calling again.